You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 134 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. And oh my gee darn, we got some stuff for you to talk. Golly wait, gee, wait, no, so, wally, golly, what a day. Scott, hold on. Got some stuff to talk, talk golly, to you golly, about. darn. All I'm saying is, is this is not a good way to start out because I'm already tripping over my... Uh, my, my 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 words your tongue and you it's so early it's tongue so twisting so early in the in the evening usually that doesn't happen until well into the evening oh yeah about movie time yeah about movie time that's then it's like and i also noticed that's when i think everything is hilarious sure and i'm just like oh my gosh shane well you're a funny guy no either way but we get down to we get down to movie time and it, it and you are the funniest hey, guy. You ever are. Hey, you're pretty dang golly darn funny. No, yourself. okay. You don't need. You don't need. I I understand that you are. You are the looks and the the comedy. It's it's like. Do you watch the football? <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't. But if you if you were to, no, ever, I hate it. You have you have two. You have two uh, two announcers. Okay, you have the play by play guy. Who's like okay knowledgeable? Well, knows the knows yeah. the oh. and, and he calls. He's like okay. Well, we have Haas. He 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 dribbles up the court, passes it over to Winder. Winder passes it back to Haas for the three. Good. And then we have the color commentary guy, which is like the slipping slam. Yeah, that was and that we doing it. Yeah, exactly. That's you. horny for three. It's, yeah, dude, you are to, to my hot rod. You're Booner. Oh, yeah! Like I want to be hot rod. Uh, okay. Well, you're hot rod. Okay. Hot rod's a flaming drunk, man. Well, that right, sure. Well, you know, one time he's I, drunk again. <laughs> anyway, so but like I said, you're you're the looks and oh, the color well. commentary for this episode or for the, this podcast. Uh, speaking of this podcast, why don't we go ahead and get right out because we always forget to do this. Let's talk about what we're actually going to be talking about this episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to start off by talking. About, it's not a band. This is a very special choice. It's very like, weird in my mind. I was like, I, I'm not sure. Is this, are they called Witch House? Their website's witchhouserocks.com. But are they a band? Are they no. just a performance troupe? I think it's a performance troupe performing in a, in a Lovecraftian rock opera. Right. Dreams in the Witch House. Dreams in the Witch House, a Lovecraftian rock opera. Boom, right there. And this, so that's what we're talking about today. Wolf E. Man. Suggested this one to us. The Wolfstie. All, all I'm saying is this. Our bestie, Wolfstie. He's I'll, our favorite wolf. Last time he suggested something that we did, neither of us really liked it very much. Mm-hmm. So let's hope not to disappoint him this time. Let's try. <laughs> let's try not. All right, all right. And then we're also talking about a movie. I th- it was Paul the Gaultier. Oh, the G-Man. He uh, suggested that we look at uh, Tourist Trap, and it just so happens that since I just signed up for another year of full moon streaming, I could choose six Blu-rays. 
and one of those happened to be Tourist Trap. Mm. So I saw Charles Band on there. So that's what was what he doing. executive producer of that or something? Yeah, he was that. He was that. Well, you know how I love the full moon. Oh yeah, it had the conky little music in the beginning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh boy. Yeah. Boom. Oh, this will be good. Sweet times. That's Charles that's what Band. Sweet. You see Charles Band's name, and it's got. Oh my god! This is a horror movie. All right. Cool. Or a kids' cartoon. We're not sure yet. But, right. But we'll. But we'll, we'll. We'll save it. Let's save it, man. Oh yeah. Save uh, it. Save couple it for of later. things that I will. Uh, first of all, it's January what fifteenth. 16th? Uh, January 15th, 2015, in the year of our Lord. 16th, year of our Lord, 2015. That means that there's only two weeks, two weeks until the big Die Monster Die show. It's Calabrese Brothers. With the Calabrese Brothers. Hey, Dad, how we do it? Sorry. I'll, we're Calabrese. You know what's funny is everybody, unless they were around like a is year Is that an Italian a, name? That's Italian, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, Calabrese. absolutely, sure. Yeah, that's just a name. No. I used to think Calabrese meant something. No, it's until last name. there was a yeah, until there was I saw a football player Bobby Calabrese on Notre Dame who was just like his last name was Calabrese. And I'm like, what? Did that? he say shrunken head kids? No, I How was you just doing. Like, I play football. I was like, how's that guy? How's that his name? That's bullshit. That's that's what I was doing. But anyway, whatever. Die Monster Die Show Area 51 January 30th. We're gonna do some filming for the premium stuff. You know, we're we're always getting stuff for that. Special stuff for premium. And also, on that night. let me just say something. You too. might see uh, Zero DeLorean in a drunken uh, coma. I almost guarantee you will see Zero DeLorean or vomiting on something. He, you know, in all of the years that I've seen him in drunken comas, he's never vomited. Oh, that I've seen. Well, I've had to clean it up. Me and Tow Truck had to clean it up. Well, one and that night. wasn't that long ago either. No. So, so I hope that we can get it. I, I that was a hey. No, why I hope you, it doesn't happen. Why are you laying down in the band room, <laughs> taking a nappy time? And then all of a sudden, it's like. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you though, dude. I hope that doesn't happen because that's gonna be uncomfortable, and I don't want to clean it up. Come on. Well, he's, come on. He's a brother, so we gotta clean it up. Well. Yeah. And it was disgusting, D- every bit of it. There's a lot of things we that gagged. I do in life that I don't want to do. In fact, a lot of 50% of the shit that I do in life, yeah. I don't want to do. That's oh. called being a man. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. See, I'm, I'm having a hard time already. Hey, hey, you're getting all worked up. <laughs> I'm just saying, part of cleaning up your brother's throw up is just part of growing up and being a man. You still kick him in the face, though. Uh, no, I don't. Passed out no, going, I don't. Because these shoes have to last. I don't want to get any of his vomit on him i you know no you clean the vomit up you kick him in the face oh, after, go, hey that's well, well, haven't, uncool, haven't you bro. lost the fire to kick somebody in the face after it's all cleaned up and everything's getting yeah, back to them, right. so you lost it i mean i understand kicking people in the face is a very it's, it's fun it's, it's an impulse it's, it's a, fun to do i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny that but it's funny yeah um um anyway speaking of football can i just say one thing can i say <sighs> one thing i'm sorry don't worry this isn't this this there are very there are a few parts of my life that are very car- compartmentalized, mm-hmm. like the sports, and the family, and the horror, and the podcast stuff like that. Very compartmentalized, and I and I keep them very separate, right? You know, except for when I talk about football on the show. <laughs> okay, but I just wanted to mention one thing. I heard some of the best news that I've ever heard in my life. NFC Championship game this Sunday. Guess who's playing the halftime show? Katy Perry. Allison oh, Chains. She, oh. In Seattle. No, Katy Perry's playing the Super Bowl. She's playing the Super Bowl, yeah. But I, I see you like that. But I'm Can't pretty wait. stoked about Allison Chains from Seattle playing at Seattle halftime show. I just have to say, fine. Who's in that band now? One dude. 
No, it's all the same guys except for the lead singer. Oh, except for Mike Starr, the original bassist, who's now dead. He died in Utah. He, but, yeah, but, that's strange. But Mikey Nez, who pl- used to play for uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, he is now. Who leading. hasn't played for Ozzy? I'm just Osbourne. saying. I'm just saying that's what it is. But he's been in. He's been in Allison Chains for uh, uh, probably. I don't know if he was on Dirt or if I think he came. I don't know if he came in after Dirt or what. But he's been in a long time. Well, anyways, I just want to congratulate those guys. Not that they'll ever hear this congratulation, but I'm very stoked about that. Well, I congratulate them. I hope that they're good because I've seen live stuff with that singer, and I, I'm not too I am happy. Ne- yeah, with it. you know what? I've actually I've avoided it because it's he sounds great on the album. He sounds amazing, but, but that's because Jerry does a lot of the layer. And oh he's yeah, very layered. He, Jerry was always a part he of that. Always, band. but you have to admit, Lane brought something to that band oh. that just made it transcend. Absolutely, transcend, you know, the dude knew how to sing. He had a original voice. Oh. Unlike anybody else, which I guess you just said by saying original, so I what I just said was redundant. But anyway, um, let's see. Well, we can get into the show. Can I can I tell a personal story? Oh, you haven't been telling them. All right, go ahead, tell one now. A personal story. Wait, come on, we're only eight minutes into it. We're okay. We're, Does we're, this we're have okay. to do with the compartments of your life? It uh, it has it has to do maybe with the compartments of my life intermixing. Okay, let's see. Let's hear. So, that. and I was talking with you just a little bit about uh, about uh, you know me and my daily life, and you know everybody knows you know the wife and the three kids and a mortgage and all that stuff. Yada yada. yada. We don't oh, we don't want to go into that. No, it, no, no, no. It's a the blessing. beast of the it's burden. A blessing. No, I'm a beast of blessing. Beast of that. blessing. Okay, I, okay, right I like there. that. Anyway, so uh, so just on a whim, I you know I, you get stuff off Amazon.com, you know whatever, and you see some stuff that's in your cart. You know, you put in on a whim, whatever. Well, I saw this book that's called, uh, I have it right here. It's called James Newman's 666 Hair-Raising Horror Movie Trivia Questions. Mm. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to get that. So I got it and it showed up in the mail uh, last night. So, so or yesterday, and, and I pulled it out last night. All right. What did I just say? Anyway, the book. Pulled, pulled it out, out last night. night, and you were like, oh, 666 is my fave. <laughs> so I give it to Ember, and I'm like, okay, well, why don't you test me on this, okay? So she pulls it out, and she's testing me. And you know, and you made it through 665 no, no. questions before you got one wrong. No, 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 no. No, oh. I wish. Because they asked a lot of questions like, who wrote the book that this movie was based on? I'm like, oh. I don't freaking know that. That's that's one thing that I'm just not good at. Creep, creeperson. Easy. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I did get Robert Block. Uh uh, who wrote Attack the uh, Block? Uh, no, no. Who wrote uh, Psycho? And I also got uh, Peter Benchley. Was it Peter Benchley? I can't remember who uh, who wrote Jaws. So I did get those two, but everybody oh. else I did not know. But Ember kept saying, "Oh, I knew that. Oh, I knew that." So I decided to test her. Oh, so I took the book and started going through there. And you know what? She kicked ass. She did though. She did really good. And I'm just going. At first, I was proud. I'm like, "Oh, this is cool." Are right. you saying she's a closeted horror fanatic? No, no, no. After a while, I was pretty proud of her. But then I thought to myself, man, I know she doesn't like horror movies. I know she doesn't like horror movies. And the only reason she knows all this stuff is because I've made her sit through so many horror movies, orange, Clockwork Orange style, to to get all these right. You know, you don't she's got a good brain for, for retaining the, uh, the, the messages. Well, she's the got a good brain. She married me, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying... I could feel ashamed of that because, I mean, if you ask me about her stupid movies, I'm dead. 
Right. No way. She's like no 667, <laughs> 777, 777 sweet uh, uh, romantic British, uh, movie British, plots. Uh, British romantic movies like, uh, I can't even think of them right now. What, she would say, who did this in that movie? And you'd go, I don't know. And this is stupid. I'd probably I'm say done. some dude that would want to punch in the face. <laughs> That's what I would say. Just like oh. that too. So, just like that. she's like yes oh we, i love you yeah, i love you so much but so i mean i'm just wondering should i be ashamed of that because i'm feeling i i don't know how i'm feeling but because feelings scare me i'm just gonna push it down you're gonna you're push it you're down. feeling weird about it because your wife that doesn't like the horror movies beat you in the no no, no she challenge. didn't no, she didn't come on she i mean she knows a lot but she doesn't come on but she beat you no in the in the well, chat what do you how many pages three pages I don't know. She got. She. I. I don't. We did. Well, I don't know if she beat me or not. Maybe she did. I guess we just. We just did some. And we did it. I had a string going. I had fifteen in a row, and then I took a dump on one, and then she got like she was getting like eight or you know seven or eight in a row. You know, so it's like wow. Well, so but that's good. You got to add those numbers up though. No, but I'm just thinking. I cannot believe how well she did. And should I be ashamed? Whatever. No, you shouldn't be ashamed. Let's just move on, shall we? Now I'm starting to. Now I'm getting that little twinge. No, you shouldn't be ashamed. I'm getting a twinge. Even if she wins you, you say, baby, that's no, good. No, no, I don't mind You're losing. getting to Boeing later. Well, you, your, that's, your prize the prize. that's the prize. My delicious treats that I deliver to you in the bed sack in which we lay and naked. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to try that. I'm going to be like, you know what? You win. You win my delicious treats. And you win. We'll see how that goes. This, the glory. I'll rip off my shirt and just and, and pull it up and start doing. You know how like strong guys like with six packs do that little wave in their six pack. Oh yeah. All I have to do is start like jiggling and then she'll see a wave in my in my gut and, and a like, little yeah. guy on a boat go. Hey, what's up, guys? Exactly. That's and that's what that's what's gonna happen. Okay, so there you go. All right. Shall we just get into the show? Geez, now I'm starting to feel a little bit like maybe I shouldn't have shared that. Maybe that was TMI. No, maybe, no. Maybe it was that's TMI. never too too much info anyway so why don't we do this why don't we get in uh we we to the question of the episode shane why don't you explain to our first time listeners what the question of the episode is well what we do is we ask a question on the previous episode and we want you to call in this episode and we want you to answer that question yes and if you get it right you get prizes and if you get it <gasps> wrong you die or <laughs> no it's, oh, it's, it's not, not yes it's not like no because it's more like give us your thoughts or your opinions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's so like there's a, no wrong answer. It's like an open diary. Absolutely. You just call us with your thoughts, yeah. and then we because we like to, to get to know you. Because I'm the type of guy, even though I make my wife watch all sorts of shit, I want to understand what she's going through, folks. I want to understand what you're going through. Yeah. What's your favorite movies or what? whatever the question is, we're asking and you call in and we're excited about it and we listen. Oh, and, and by the way, let me just say something. I Usually on the Facebook group, I, I, I say, hey, okay, well, it's Thursday, so let's go ahead and put up the question of the episode. And I, get, I give the bone phone number. Well, I gave accidentally gave my, my true cell phone number. <laughs> so oh. I was getting a bunch of like calls that I didn't recognize, so I didn't answer. And the ones that I did answer, was like they hung up on me. So I think Troy hung up on me. Spoiler, Troy called. But I think Troy hung up oh. on me. But that's okay. I mean, I wouldn't want to talk to me either. I wouldn't want to. Honestly. Maybe he called knowing it was your number, and then he just went, see ya. Maybe, you know, I, and I, it I actually, I've been an asshole to that guy on more than one occasion. So I bet you that may be true. I, that, that could be true. He could have said, Utes forever, and then hung up. Well, no, because I would have called him back. Would that have done more damage? No, because I would have called back going, are you serious? I went there. That's how friendships are forged. Well, through trials. You guys start arguing, 
and then you're calling each other every day, yeah. and then you're like, "Yay, what's going on? You want to go no, have a no, pizza? no, no? That's how that's how sexual encounters start. You hate someone so bad, you feel that. So I yeah. thank you, Troy, for not saying anything because I don't want two weeks down the road us boning in the back of your car. Okay, yeah. so thank you for not. Laying it down. BYU and the Utes. Oh, I love you so much. God damn you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, the question for this episode was uh, a pretty simple one. I read this on Shock Till You Drop. Um, But uh, this was a list. And and just so you know, I didn't get any of my answers from there. All right. But here it is. I love it when a horror movie flick has a kick-ass opening scene. The question is, name some of your favorite opening scenes in horror flicks. And why they're so awesome. Um, we got plenty of calls, so why don't we just get right into the first one, shall we? Let's do that. Hey, CP. Hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, I still feel like shit. Well, you look like um, shit, too, so hey, what? Zing! I just started listening to the show, the new show, and you're talking about um, if there's some sort of stigmata with uh, stigmata? horror fans, how, how the quote-unquote normal people look at horror fans. Yeah. Let me tell you the story. Oh, boy. You may or may not know that uh, a while back I went to a Monster Media convention. Yes. You also may or may not have seen the hundreds of pictures I posted of the Monster Media convention. Yeah. And maybe you may or may not have seen the uh, photos of my children dressed up in, in, for the uh, what I the costume contest. And I right. judged him for and that. And my daughter for sure. uh, Sarah dressed up as Carrie in the palm dress and blood all over it. That was a good one. She won and an award that night. Cool. The people there, at the, the fans at the uh, the convention, they loved her. They wanted to take pictures with her and all oh, that. Sure. They thought she was the most fantastic thing they ever saw. Because that's fact, our people. Robert England, I love telling the story. Robert England saw her. At, we were sitting at a uh, Q&A panel. Of course Robert England saw her, pointed around and says, oh, my God, look at that girl right there. She's fantastic. <laughs> so there's that. Now. No, we get it, but that's our people. A while later, uh, my daughter goes to a uh, Halloween party at school dressed up in the same costume. Oh, dear. Now, one of her so-called friends looked at her and said, Sarah, what happened? Do you have your period explode all over you? Oh. Ah! You know, kind of like what they did as a real period. Anyway. Yeah, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. My, my daughter shook it off, but when she got home, she was like, really upset with that. So she, my my wife talks to the principal, oh. and this kind said, well, I don't think it was really appropriate for your daughter to wear that, and oh. Carrie's not really an appropriate movie for her to watch. Now, oh. the yeah. next day, the Ugh. school has a Halloween, uh, Halloween parade where they dress up up in their Halloween costumes and yeah. walk around the thing for everybody to see. You have first graders, second graders, third graders dressed up as Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, and Jason Voorhees. Now, you're right. saying my daughter dressed up as Carrie. And that is totally inappropriate for her when I mean, my 13-year-old daughter, too. Okay, I'm going to pause it real quick. Mm-hmm. I understand where he's coming from on this, but Carrie had a period in that movie, so that makes it clearly inappropriate. I'm... I'm kidding. I'm, I'm I'm trying to gauge your your reaction. No, I, I totally, come on I, no, I'm totally now. kidding. I'm totally ridiculous. Kidding. That's funny. And then she's gonna watch Carrie, but these other kids, who, I don't know if they know who Jason Voorhees is, but they gotta know. Guy in a mask and a fucking machete is a scary motherfucker. <laughs> you know. So this hypocrite bitch. I mean. Oh sure. And I, I want to know. I mean, Carrie, she freaking like the uh, the original or the remake because I think either one of them. Don't compare to what the hell is going on on Walking Dead. Right. So there is a... You Wait, know, there Walking is Dead's still on? That the normal people don't get it. They don't understand. No. They think I'm twisting my daughter's mind. But she's enjoying it. She's loving the hell out of, you know, the stuff that I watch. And 
she gets, I mean, she's, she's drawing the characters and all that. It's, it's um, bringing out oh. her imagination. He's about to get? GP'd. Oh. <laughs> he called right back, though, so let, let's let's hear that. Oh, he's driving. Find your fire. Hold on. Hold on. He butt called us. So he was, was done. Call. He was done. Let's hear what his ass says. I want to set you me. up. Feed me. That was it. Okay. So he was apparently he was done with his rant there. You know what, though? He's got that, a very that, valid point. That was a, gr- that was a great illustration. You can go to the spooky shop, and you can get the Freddy Krueger yeah. uh, pin, Pinhead but Texas Carrie, Chainsaw Massacre. Dump a little cats up on top of the... No, 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 ketchup. I don't eat anything that's spelled with a C. No. Oh, there's so many levels of wh- where we can go with that. But no, but, but you know, you dump a little blood on a girl in, sure. a, in, a, in a gown, and, and that's like, hey, take you know, it easy, you know what, guy. Though, you I savage think, bastard. I think what that is exactly what we're talking about, though. That I guess it. I guess, I, I guess the answer my point. is yes. I say yes. I was going to say, I guess that that is proof is in that pudding right there. You think it was the blood? I don't know. That's inappropriate. I can't get into these people's minds. She's got little cats up on her and she's, and it's inappropriate. Listen, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, that, so we are, you can't wear masks because they got to see your face. Sure. In schools. Sure. Is that true? Yeah. You you can't wear a face mask. No, because my boy was Slenderman. And uh, he pulled over a white thing for the... Well, then he goes to a better school because most of them, they go, hey, we don't... The face can't be covered because we've got to be able to see the child. Yeah, because, I mean, I even took pictures and took video, and he was walking around with that, with the... I mean, it was just like a... It was just like a white thing over it. You know, like the green man thing that I was Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so... I like that. He was Slender Man. Yeah, Slender Man. He was wearing that, and it was cool. And and we made him some, like tentacles to, to put on his That's back awesome. and stuff yeah it was it was really cool my wife worked hard on that a lot of schools they don't let you do that yeah but though. he well, okay like, well, we got to see the face so of maybe the child. what you're saying is maybe i'm living in la la land you're living in slender man land yeah. where they're like oh fuck he's slender man bro yeah and let, you him, know, let him wear that and i was actually wondering if there was going to be a problem because of all the controversy of kids killing kids because slenderman and my boy loves slenderman he calls him Slenderman, but I know he's Slenderman. I call uh, I like Slenderman, but he says Sl- he says Slenderman, and we talks and he, he plays a lot of Minecraft, and it took me for and he says, oh yeah, there's an Enderman, and I thought I was like so for the longest time I thought that Slenderman and Enderman I feel I feel like I'm getting old because all this stuff, but anyways I digress, whatever, boom that proves his point right there. Mm-hmm. There's still those people out there. Speaking of those people, running schools. In charge of doing that's inappropriate. I don't. I don't want to. I, I got into a discussion on Facebook today. Maybe we'll let's take a minute, shall we? Let's just take a minute about how a lady take I a knee. I can't like remember in uh, sports. Yeah, in sports, take a knee. Let's take a knee, everybody. Let's let's get into this, okay? <clears throat> let's have some orange slices so, and talk. Sure. <laughs> when was the last time you played sports? Like fourth grade. <laughs> Eli, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't, I I don't mean so. to be an asshole about that. But okay, so basically, uh, there's a story in the news right now about how a lady showed the ABCs of Death Part Two to her class, and I don't know, it was junior high or high school, I'm not sure what. And you know, she was a substitute, and of course, substitutes don't want to teach; they just want to show up and get paid. And she like wanted it. to watch that movie, man. It's so like, she showed her whole class, and we kind of got two birds with one stone no, situation. Oh, that's it, and that's great. And you know, we kind of got into this little bit of a debate about. Was that appropriate? Because she's getting fired now and da-da-da-da. You know what? And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? 
that's that is a that is a question that is that deserves some discussion and maybe not right now on this podcast but my my feeling is is when we're doing that i'm like you know okay it's it's the abc's of death which is a pretty hairy movie right and i mean i would it's not that i wouldn't watch or that i don't want my kids to ever see shit like that it's not that i don't want to but i don't think they should be watching it at school absolutely and then we got it's wrong and let me tell you why oh okay it's because if you're in history class and you're supposed to be learning about the peloponnesian war or whatever you're supposed to be learning (laughs) and the chick says hey let's put on abc's death too uh do I hear anyone uh, disagree with that? No, no. You're not going to hear that. But it's like, you, of course you shouldn't watch that no. in there. Because they're there to learn. If you're doing well, an not English just that, class, not just that, you need like, to learn. I feel like that that's the kind of movie, in, in any really horror movie, and I would I would watch that movie with a high school, my daughter. I, I you know, If she wanted to watch that, I'd watch it with her at home. But the thing is, is you go to school... And, to learn things. Well, you, to learn things, and you also, but you have to have that respect relationship with the teacher. You show that, and how can you respect somebody who shows you a, a thing about a chick farting and going in a fart and stuff like that? You know, that was that was ABC. Not even, yeah, it's not even a good movie to put on there. <laughs> you know, it, at least if you're going to do a horror movie, do something that relates. But what I'm saying, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Do something that relates to English. Okay, we're going to watch something no, that has some to do shit. with... Right. Uh, it, okay, so that's ridiculous. A lot she of people were like, "Oh my gosh, she got fired!" And I'm like, "I don't know. I wouldn't." And I was being honest. I wouldn't feel comfortable if a teacher did that with one of my kids in the room. I because if it makes them feel uncomfortable, they're supposed to be safe, learning environment, whatever. Anyways, I digress. Well, and 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 also on that same thing, uh-huh. when your kids get on a school bus and they head off to a to sure, a, a thing, you have to you have to sign a slip saying, "Yes, I allow that." So if sure. you're going to go. Look, we're not going to talk oh, about I English. Yeah. We're going to watch ABCs of Death. At least go, hey, opt in or opt out. And I'm not trying to censor anybody. I just think there's a time and a place for everything. In school, and that kind of shit is not the time nor the place. Right. Yeah, I, I Can agree Can you believe that. that we just went off on that for a minute? Yeah, well, it. it's 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 uh, topical, and we got to get is. we got to hit those news stories do when we, they happen. Do you know? we, are we are we uh, Action News Five? And, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, so we got a new caller calling mm-hmm. in uh, from up in the Cache Valley, the utter oh yeah uh, of Utah, oh Logan, Utah, uh, the Fighting Aggies up there. Here's Gino, Gino, bro, Shane and Mike. My name's Gino. I'm a new listener, first-time caller. Oh, I love it. Yes. I just wanted to call and let you guys know I think you've got a really awesome podcast. Oh, thanks, man. I live here locally, here in Logan. Semi-locally. And, uh, your question of last week was, what is the best opening scene in a horror movie? Let's hear it. In my opinion, 2004... Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, that's a great one. The opening scene. That's a great one. When uh, Sarah Polly realizes her daughter is an alien, or not an alien, her daughter is a zombie. When right. that chick that's walks in their bedroom, right. that was bad. That was awesome. Reiterate, you guys have a awesome podcast. Oh, thanks, man. Well, wow, you're good looking. You're more funny. <laughs> thanks. Oh, you're a very smart nice. and very good looking person. <laughs> Oh, you know, I always call ha- in again. I have to admit, it always it al- it's always nice to get a local guy. Because I spent my time up at USU. I mean, I've been in the Cache Valley. Hey, I was up there. there. I've been there. I yeah. played a straight edge gig 
drums I filled in. Oh, did you get Straight punched? Edge show? Because they're, oh, no. they're all very violent. This was at the very end of it, but we played with some like touring bands, uh-huh. and I was the fill-in drummer for Climb. Oh. And they said, you got to come do this gig, and I learned all the songs, and we went up there. Oh, cool. That's some violent stuff. It is, and they're angry, was, and they're not even wasted. But I, had a little, I had a little beer on my breath. Oh, my gosh. And you didn't get punched? Not get, no. I feel like Look at me. You think they're going to punch me? I yeah. double dog dare them. Well, I'm just saying right now, I'm thinking to myself, I should punch you for to, to make that in arrears, to make that okay. It was right on the main street there, whatever that really? little club is. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. a little Well, it was skate. back in the day, though. It's, it's a lot different now than it was even when I went up there to school. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like a lot, Gino, a lot of slutty chicks up you're there. You're the Whoa. man. He is the man. Uh, you know who else is the man? Who? Andy. Oh, I Hey, uh, Mike and Shane, uh, Anthony here, um, What's up? Uh, first off, uh, thanks for kind words last time. Oh, thank you, um, you big turd, but, I love you. Yeah, you know, really, all the credit is due to you guys. Wrong. Enough of that. Thank you, I feel weird. Um, the question you asked earlier on in the episode about, uh, you know, if there's a stigma attached, yeah. you know, to being a, a horror fan and whatnot, you know, how do people look at you and whatnot. You know, there's definitely um, still a lot of that going on. Um, I guess so. You know, and you know, a lot of times. I'm- Can I pause it real quick? I pause. I, I didn't mean to pause Andy because I really want to hear what he has to say. But you know what I realized? You know how I was talking about I com- compartmentalize everything in my life, right? I think that that maybe shields me from feeling the wrath of from outsiders about interests that I have. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because you don't let them know about yeah. those interests. So yeah, it's, it's like it's very oh, okay. compartmentalized, so they don't know. Right. So I was like, hey, everybody's cool, everybody's great. I don't know if they would judge. I don't know. Probably would, because everybody does. Assholes. They judge Ain't a little bit down there. Everybody. So the asses to the mouth. Disgusting. Yeah, that sort of thing. I read horror and dark fantasy, that sort of thing. But um, like it's another example. I think I mentioned. You know, a couple of times before on the show, you know, how I am with my dogs. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a pit bull Mitch and three American Bulldogs. Yeah, um, they're mean looking too. And, yeah, uh. But I'm sure they're sweet as shit. When I was looking for a, uh, when I was interviewing, you know, for, for jobs, uh, you know, a month, you know, a couple months back, I met this, uh, this one guy at a, at a coffee shop, he sat down with dogs. You know, everything, the interview went really well. Well, at least I thought it did. Hmm. And then when we were leaving, um, we happened to be parked really close to one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the back of my truck, I got, you know, I love my dogs. I love my pit bull. I love my oh yeah uh, American Bulldog. I got a holy sticker. Hmm. You know, I got, you know, my, my truck's covered with, you know, ravens and, and, and dog stickers. And, um. The guy looks at me and goes, "Oh, so you have a uh, you have a pit bull?" I said, "Uh, yeah, the pit bull." And he he said, "Well, you know that's you can really hardly consider that a dog, couldn't you?" What? And I just kind of wow. like looked at the guy like, you know, all right, you know, well, this ain't going to fucking work out. Oh, bummer. And um, I was actually offered the job a couple of days later, and I oh, turned cool. it down because um. You know, it's not the type of person I want to, you know, be working for, but, yeah, right. man, it, it, it's just fucking ignorance. Well, people, yeah. are, everybody's you know, a dick. Man. But, um, 
listen to the rest of the episode, and I'll call back in. It's always excellent job. Oh, thanks, man. You hope to work. Be well. You know what's you know what's wild. I guess it's not. I mean, we 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 talk specifically about horror and stuff like that. But I guess what I've learned is that everybody's an asshole about everything. Sure, basically. everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's an asshole about everything on the planet. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. It oh, may- you like that kind of mayonnaise? Well, you're a piece of shit, buddy. Are you talking you don't like mayonnaise? Because no, I, I love mayonnaise. Oh, I was going to say, okay. Miracle Whip? I'm not so I, gen- I'm I don't, not jazzy I think, with that. Well, I feel like Miracle Whip is very disingenuous. I feel like it's Absolutely. Fake. Yeah. See, but we'll get hate mail for that. No, we won't. How dare I guarantee you, talk about you we will Whip. not get any hate mail for Miracle Whip because everybody listening to this has a brain. I and mean, it's good. Everybody without a brain or everybody with a brain does not like Miracle Whip. It has its place. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, there's, I don't know, but there's like some spots where it's like, ah, that's all right. I don't know. You eat a sandwich at someone's house. It's kind of like somebody who drinks Mountain Dew. Now I'm just starting to Hey, now now I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, You can talk all you want about Miracle Whip. You start talking Mountain Dew. (laughs) Those are fighting words. No, I'm just teasing. Listen, I, I am addicted to DDP and I love it. Some people think, oh, it's too sweet for my so taste. You'll get Are you a sweet that. boy? Are you a sweet boy, DDP? Oh, you're a sweetie heart, yeah. aren't you? Man, what a, oh, you're a mama's boy, DDP? Oh, yeah, you like DDP? That's because you, you can't get off your mama's tit. I've never heard that in my life at all. Ever. Ever. Not You once. will now. I will. Of course they will now. At Mike at CorpseCollective.com. Uh, Anthony called back in. <laughs> Mike uh, and Shane, uh, Anthony again. Um, Finished the episode. Uh, yeah, Shane. Uh, Fields of the Nephilim uh, week. <laughs> you know, especially caveat. I can't you know, wait till next like week. That. I and really want to know what Anthony thinks about next week. <laughs> they don't. Um, <laughs> That's this episode, though, Orange Goblin. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, I really like those guys. Excellent. They. Uh, you know, I think you guys hit it on the head and he said like a mix of like Sabbath yeah. and um, uh, Motorhead yeah, Motorhead yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely see those influences but um especially the Devil's yeah, Whip I, like I heard Iron Fist in my head like, you know like Electric Wizard yeah you know some of like the more like uh like Acid Rock oh yeah Plus, she is but, sexy as shit. Yeah, and then um, you just like the sexiness. And, She's so the electric wizard like, lady. Oh, yeah. is, I know what you're talking about. I, I'm so like happy that you guys actually, you know, did this movie because Pimp. I didn't think anyone else in the world had ever seen it. But yeah. like a like a buddy of mine I grew up with, his, his family had a like a corner store, and you know, it's just like back in the '80s, and they had like a tiny little like you know one shelf like video rental. Was Pin one of them? And, uh, you know, we hang out over there and, you know, go down to the basement and watch movies and whatnot. And they had this. And I remember watching it and I was a kid and saying, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man. So it's, it's pretty cool that you guys checked that out. But yeah, I'd never see it. I'm going to have to look it up again, man, and watch it. It's probably been like 20 years. And, and it's on YouTube. Yep. Um, question of the episode. Um, and it's not even that it's scary or it's the best. It's just I remember it so well from when I was a kid. Um, you know, when I was younger, you know, my parents let me watch great food, whatever I wanted to watch. So, oh. you know, I'd seen all the Friday 13th and Nightmare on the Street, Hellraiser, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Nightbreed was coming out in the theaters, like I begged my mom to take me to go see Nightbreed. 
Uh-huh. So I would have been like, I guess like 10 at the time. And, um, oh, man. My mom took me and my brother. And the opening scene of that is when they're in Midian and like they're like running around after I don't know who. And like, I can't remember. Looking back on it now, it's like not even really scary at all, but I don't know what it was about it then, man. It hit it your bone. scared the fuck out of not me your and my bone, brother both. your bone mm-hmm. and your guts. And, uh, we ended up leaving the theater, like, basically <laughs> three minutes into the fucking movie. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, that's nice. definitely mine. He got GP'd, but he called back. The first. worst money mom's ever spent? Yeah, so I got three GP'd minutes in a movie. But, uh, yeah, so Nightbreed will always stand out for me. And then, um, more recently, uh, I think that the Evil Dead remake, I think they did a really excellent job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I have anxiety you know, dreams the, the about that one. sort of vignette with the father and the daughter and whatnot. And, um, you know, the backwoods folk. And oh. then uh, Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Quarters. Both. Ding, I ding, ding, by movies. the way. Oh, hit your dinger. House of a Thousand. You know, I think the, the opening scenes in both, you know, with Captain Spaulding and I love that. with like the assault on the firehouse are both awesome. So uh yeah, that's um you know, and now that I think about it too, the Halloween two remake. I thought that was pretty Oh, bad. are you talking about the you know, uh, the whole, like, hospital? The original hospital Halloween scene. 2, but um, yeah, that was pretty good. I've never seen that's that. That's about it. So, you gotta uh, watch it if for no I watched reason, the first one. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, as always, excellent, excellent uh, job. Keep up the good work. Thanks, man. And I can't well. wait till he calls in next week with the with his musical thoughts. You know what? I can't. I can't wait to talk about it today. In fact, I've been tell, telling Ember, I'm like, I cannot wait to talk with Shane about this because, uh, okay, mm-hmm. we'll get into it later. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Breathe in, breathe out, like uh, <laughs> like Brian Totruck, because he called in. Oh, the toe. It's fucking silver chair. Silver, silver chair. chair. I I couldn't Jesus remember that. I couldn't remember You're silver chair. Driving me up the wall. <laughs> fat my hand, fat boy. <laughs> That's it. He just called in to scold me that I didn't remember silver chair. Let me ask you guys something, okay? Silver chair. Is but you a, knew frog stomp. So I, you were almost there, but I, I needed the name. I, no, I get it. I'm just saying this, okay? So that I mean, okay, so. It's 2015 now. Looking back at Silverchair Frog Song, was that a good album? Uh-uh. No. Was that a good band? No. Even that song, I was like, what? I mean, I was more impressed with their age than well, anything. That, I, every, like, I think what? everybody They're, they're 14. Yeah. 15 years old, and they well, got a I'm record saying, deal? Who's the real asshole? Me or, so, or me who can't remember because... It, what are you going to go, was, fat man and big boy? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Sorry, tr- uh, sorry, sorry, Beto. I totally let you down. Come on, dude. You know, Tow Truck's got all the Silver Chair albums. <laughs> he loves them. He <laughs> listens to them every day. Oh, that's weird. That's why uh, he's so angry. You think so? Yeah. I don't think I don't feel like he's a very angry dude. No, he he's angry in that call well, because he angry. loves his Silver Chair. Oh, I thought you just meant like in general. No, he oh. has a headband that he wears constantly. It's Silver Chair. He's like, and it says, fat boy, wait till yeah, tomorrow. It says old man, fat boy. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, you know what's neither an old man or a fat boy? Mm-mm. Lauren, she called in. Oh, she's got me some uh, hey, goods on the neti pot. Lauren. Sweet. Some updates. Stunning openers. 
Dead and Buried, written by Dana Bannon. We did that um, on the show. I'm thinking about it too because I just watched the director's commentary early on. Didn't we? Did um, we do that show? On the also, walking through the woods. Dead and Buried. So I'm yes, she's really walking big. through the woods, so she's very. Anywho, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, she's yeah, I can hear it. Fast forward to this voicemail, but very you know, I can't say it. I'm happily married. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a pretty lady. She wants a picture taken. Titties. Oh my God, dit. Yeah. Oh my God, wait. There's a fucking... By the way, that may have been the greatest line of any voicemail. Oh my gosh, tits. And it's all squeezing on his face, but it looks like a pig. And oh my God, they're setting this guy on fire. It's just one of those really... Excellent. Unexpected openings where you're like, what the fuck? Uh, it's really... It's a real attention getter. Sure. And that's that article, yeah. I think it's all bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's but, uh, stupid. The article. Yeah, I tried to click that line. I mean, I wrote a similar click whore. thing about Orinoco in grad school about how, uh, uh, this is basically how language is used by the government. Oh. And, uh, the Queen Elizabeth England helped the colonialization, and it was about Orinoco, and oh. talking about how they, you know, slice up his body, and so words like lovingly. Linger on it, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't apply yeah. for me at all. No, dumb. How do horror? And also, you're um, a classy lady. How yeah, dare she? Basically, bitch had a clickbait deadline. And I uh, agree. Deadline. It's on the internet. She's working so on her on her health. You don't believe that, except for a uh, few random She's family members I have who don't quite understand that stuff on the internet nah, is bullshit. not real. The internet sucks balls. Anyway, Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Awesome, man. Especially shows that you can get on a subscription basis. They're called podcasts. They suck balls. Yeah. But they're delicious. Those it's kinda like I feel like little I feel, nuggets of tastiness. I feel it's like, like a nougat. It's kinda like you look at you look at chocolate uh, with peanuts. And no, what stuff what do you it. call those things? Uh, oysters? You look at them and they're like, oh. No, those I don't those look like, like shit. Have you ever had like No, I haven't. Oh my god. I gosh, have to say they're delicious. Really? Oh yes, and they look—they look like slimy little disgusting. Of, yeah, but you—you—you you, you pop it open, and you go. What does it taste like? It's salty? No, Very it's salty. Well, yeah, there, there's a little bit. But dude, you put a little bit do of you hot. Chew it, or do you? No, I well, just swallow. It, it depends on away. who you are. I've, I always chew it because I like to get that. I like to get that. Well, you never—you never had a freaking oyster. Mm-mm. You put hot sauce on it. You suck it up, and it's disgusting. Looking, you know, that's a disgusting way to eat. It's like you have no. But you eat that, and you're just like. But all I'm saying is, all of a sudden you're like, that tasted pretty mother effing good. Number one and number yeah, two. But how later you know on, it? you're like, I'm horny as shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oysters. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know. Oysters. If that, I actually pump your. Uh, I actually don't know if that's true or not because I've you know I've, I've I'm always horny as shit. So I don't know if it amped it up or if it was just in my brains or whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, I, I just don't know what you would do with them. Eat them. Do you you chew them? I chew do you them? swallow them. So I think some people do, but I'm not sure. Me and my wife, when we've had them, we both chew them. Because people my I wife see doing like, like clams or like the, you know. They're they the just, oysters. They, they don't do clams like they that. They just swallow it. Yeah, a lot of people do. I always, it's like, oh, that's good. But it's I always, like, no, I always like to let it simmer in there. And I don't know if that's what rich people, classy people do. But no. I, I always do that. because I'm not rich or classy. Because if you're rich and classy, By the way, if you, you don't had, want people to see you chewing anything. Have you ever had caviar? No. You know what that stuff tastes like? Freaking balls. Really? It does not. I don't. I've never I don't like yet. that at all. It's it, it tastes like freaking balls. salty salmon eggs. No, right? Okay, I just told you it tastes like balls. Well, you don't. You never tasted a set of balls before. 
No, I don't like balls. Oh, why would I like balls? I don't like balls either. That's why I don't eat caviar very much. I've only had it two times in my you life. You have tasted a black man's nipples. It, they tasted like white man's nipples. We're all human beings. Sure. But you know what? To be honest with you, salty I have or never, what? I've never tasted a white man's nipple. I, all I'm saying is the closest thing to balls would be a nipple, right? No, because nipples can fr- can fly free, whereas balls are down there in the sweaty ethereal jungle. You know, yeah, well, you can taste my nuts, but let me do you know 300 squats first. No, I I'm gonna go ahead and uh, then you'll uh, get the yeah. real flavors. No, I don't want the real flavors. I you want, don't want. You, I want Come the on. I want the thing you don't want that, the bland stuff. No. You want the real flavorful flavors, no. the flavor flavors. No, I don't. I don't at all. All right. I feel like never mind. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna move on. Uh, in and out. Called in. Mike Shane, so, how's it going? Uh, missed last week. First. Dude, first a way to go. <laughs> uh, stuff y'all done that really hit with me. Yeah. What's that? You know, I love it when you guys do the Doom review, like the the Doomy. Metal stuff. I witchcraft, love it. Oh, witchcraft. Uh, yes. Blood ceremony, Uncle Acid. Oh, yeah. Bloody hammers, you know. Yeah. I love that doom stuff. It's just like some of it, you know, some of the stuff is just like is so slow, but it's so heavy. It's just, it's just um, deep and... I mean, you really didn't, you know, I mean, those bands really don't hit like that in a way. I mean, some of them, but, you know, Doom metal in general. Oh yeah, you know, the riffs and all. I that love stuff. it. I'm with you. Uh, anyway, think movies. You know, always House of a Thousand Corpses. You oh, know, amazing. That always hits me real hard. Absolutely. Uh, oh, and and as far as just like in general, man, I always look forward to the episode. By the way, I'm gonna pause it real quick. He has he's been on the on the line for a minute and ten seconds. And this call is two minutes and six seconds. He's very teetering on not being in and out. He's very right. he's, he's expressing himself. So I mean, he's really laying it out. Yeah. Dig the eat the movie or the music y'all are reviewing, man. I just dig like listening to y'all. Like everybody oh, said, you know that's nice. You, you never met you guys, but I know I'd have a blast hanging out with y'all. Y'all are like. I feel like I could hug and lift him. You like to party. Yeah. We'll sit down. We're friendly. We're fun. Lauren could attest to that. We're fun in real life. Movies, I felt, that start with a bang. Yeah, what's that? You know, is horror or whatever. I mean, it could be, but I think I always liked how Neferborn Killers opens. You get that massive, like, I haven't seen that in years. Diner and the blood coming down the window and Neferborn Killers. (laughs) Um, I also think Devil's Rejects is a pretty bad opening. Ding, ding, ding. Again. Badass opening. Uh, uh, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. You know what? He totally lied to us right there, right to our face. Uh, really? Because he <laughs> called right back duty. in. He called right. I'm sorry, but your crown is in and out, is in great jeopardy right now. In and mm. out, Alan. Mm, mm, Here mm. he is again. Forgot another great opening. Let's hear. Um, it. Say what you will about the rest of the movie, but Jason goes to hell. I mean, come oh, on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, watch it you're like uh, see even as he says it he yawns through it jason goes to hell you know what sucks about that movie i'll tell you what sucks in a minute the absolute like shortest movie made uh that's all i got peace so okay so he mentioned jason goes to hell and i gotta tell you something for years and years i watched that when i was young what year did that come out like early 90s or something like that i can't remember but i was still fairly young at that point i remember that chick running around 
buck naked. And I watched it later and she had a towel on the whole time. And apparently she's always had the towel on the whole time. And apparently it was my imagination that was remembering all the nudie parts right. in my brains. And that really bummed me out. But that is a good start when they blow the shit out of them. It's right there. Yeah. But I st- I'm going to still picture that chick with the weird haircut that's hot, buck naked. Is that okay? You can have that. You can absolutely have that. Why can't you? Well, I feel like I'm going to take it regardless if anybody gives it to me or not, because you can't get in my brain, Shane. Exactly, (laughs) man. Enjoy the titties. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of a dude who I know enjoys the titties. Oh. The Wolfman. Oh, Wolfie. Dear sweet. Uh Oh. Okay. He's like, oh, three, two, one. Oh, he's just buying it. Hold on. Okay, no, we'll just hang out of these for now. Is this, hang on, he's doing a drug deal. Is this is this the second buck call? Ten thirty. Ten thirty. So we can drop mom stuff off. He Ooh. seriously butt called this. Maybe I should start screaming. Sh- he's doing a drug deal. He's like, yeah, is this a good shit? Favorite. Yeah, favorite. His favorite. Down. Down. Up. What is he doing? Get down on the floor. This is my good stuff. Yes. Oh, I hope he doesn't give us like his PIN number. Maybe he's. Well, yeah, beep that if it's. Yeah. But. I. If not, he's got one of those fancy cars or something. He picked up a hooker, got some drugs, and now he's like, "Yeah, let's go get a burger." I was right. Yeah. I'll have fries with that. I heard that. Maybe I should start screening the calls a bit. <laughs> That's our second buck call of the night. All right. No, no, no. Keep it going. Oh, okay, I'll keep it going. Okay. Let's see. Let's okay. see. The weird thing about it, it's a fish hatchery clinic, but it's from part three. <laughs> that was funny. Some fish hatchery shit right there. <laughs> Hold on. Because then you have to remember where the street is. Mm-hmm. Duh. We got to know where the street is. We can't turn on the street unless we know where it's at. This is the this is the greatest thing ever. He probably doesn't even know he called us. He's like, man, I'm really fucking horny right now. He's talking oh, yeah. to us. He's talking to his uh, GPS. Wouldn't that be weird if he knocked on the door right now? Found my way here. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love it. Fuck yeah. I to beat our asses guys. if we don't like his suggestion. Oh. Well. Hold on. Hold on. Nothing's really going on anymore. Well, he's just... That's it, huh? No. You did give me the chance to say no. no. Ooh. Maybe he's got a lady back I'm there. I'm telling you, hooker. <laughs> so, you gave me the chance to say no, but I say Yes. <laughs> I say yes to this entire transaction. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's it. Uh, okay, he's, he, I, mean, if, I feel like it's it's rolling. It's gonna, it's gonna roll down. Why don't we just move on to Jake the Snake, shall we? Well, Wolfie, we love you. That was great. Jake the Snake calling in. Who actually meant to call um, us? Yeah, first, I think I'm going to address the whole. Uh, Singing majigger about you know people being oh oh if you watch horror movies yeah. you're freaking weird uh, yeah I mean 
I unfortunately all had experiences with that as well. I mean, nothing too severe, but uh, what happened is, you know, I go on a certain dating website, you know, and get Plenty on the of forums fish. to ask the these people, you know, to uh, review my profile and uh, one person, of course, just saying, uh, you know, I would leave off and maybe be careful about the whole horror fan thing. You did that's kind of weird. Here, then, uh, yeah, but that's really? one stupid yeah. person. Yeah. If I if I think I think if a ship thinks like weird because of horror movie, then you know what, fucker. Exactly, I mean, sir. Totally Thank you. Want to, of course, but she uh, doesn't like you for you. Course, not <laughs> Fuck directed at me, but I saw somebody who was uh, saying that they're like a major metal fan, like sure. Cannibal Corpse, and someone saying, "Oh my god, you listen to that? You think you are you are a sick individual? Well, who'd want to date you?" Yeah, so, yeah, unfortunately, people Yeesh. like that do exist. They're dicks. And that's a sad state of affairs. you got to go to cannibalcorpsedating.com. That's where... Do you know they're coming in February? <laughs> okay, but now for that's the question I'm not of going. the episode. It's on a weeknight. opening for a horror movie. Well, I'm going to get my I like uh, Chris Barnes. I don't like I do too. Bone Thrower or <laughs> yeah, whatever his but, name is. Uh, Bone I would also have to say Ghost Ship. I mean, oh, Ghost Ship, Ship is a shitty movie that with was, an amazing opening uh, scene. With the whole wire singing the jigger. He said thingamajigger you know, two times this call. Kind of throwing you off thinking, oh, we're watching a Love Boat movie. Cool. And then, oh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, I also had to say Suspiria has a pretty damn cool opening. I as agree well. with that. That's a good one. That's a good. One. I mean, holy shit! Yeah, <sighs> that that's a cool ass opening. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it for me. So that'll do. Uh, until good. next time, boys. Awesome. Listen. Okay. So okay. Hey. Okay. What? Oh, he's got to turn his thing off. Listen, Jake. Yeah. You'll find a woman for you. <laughs> you will not, you know, they can send you a little message on their profile saying, well, that's disgusting. You like horror movies and Cannibal Corpse. Yes. But you will find the perfect person for you. Yes. You really will. Absolutely. But you know what? Maybe that girl is just going, you know, I got to troll all these guys for to get a conversation started. She doesn't know how. Oh, you gotta go do it. Maybe you tell her, well, dude, that's why. I'm sorry, ma'am, but maybe you're wrong about that. Have you ever heard them? Then she goes, you know what? I listened to them. They're great. Then you go, well, let's come over and fuck. (laughs) That's love advice from the love meister right there. I'm just saying. Do you remember how in the beginning I mentioned that I totally screwed up and put my own phone number up on the uh, thing? Right. We got a call from a brand new listener. All right. Okay. I'm going to try. I'm going to try something right now. It's on my cell phone. I don't know how to pull it down. It's for, it's from a new listener. Do you have the volume stick all the way no, up? No, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to call my voicemail right here. Okay, so let's. Oh, okay. So here it is. So here it is. I'm putting it Eight, on speaker. Seven two Spe- one seven six. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Just play the messages, lady. Okay. Okay, hold on. Oh, that's not it. Okay, how's my daughter? Oh, that's my daughter. Oh. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay. You're just going to delete your daughter's that. messages. Nice. Okay. Hey, fellas, how you doing? This is Brock from Chino. There you go. I've been listening for a while, but uh thought I would go ahead and call in and give my opinion on what I like of awesome. the opening scene in a horror movie. Uh, I'm sure you guys have already mentioned it because I know Mike gets all wet over him, but Rob Zombie and uh, House of a Thousand Corps. I do get wet. Watching that beginning when uh, Spalding just kind of goes... Ding, ding. He's all friendly, and the next thing you know, he's kind of psycho. Uh, makes him seem like someone you want to kind of hang out with for a while until <laughs> he uh, unloads three rounds of some dude's face. Uh, the other one that I really like, too, is Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, just watching Leatherface kind of flop By the way, ding, ding. the truck, waving his fucking chainsaw around, looking like a retarded jellyfish. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Keep yeah. it groovy. Keep it groovy. Oh man, we, Brock we got Chino. We got. I'm, I'm just saying that was a technical miracle that we we figured that out because we tried. Oh, that's great. We tried. Thank you so much for calling, Brock. In, Brock. Where's Rock Chino? On. Chino, Brock. California, somewhere. Chino, what? California. Where is that? Where is Chino, California. it? I don't know where Chino it's, is. In I, the... I believe it's higher up. Is it? I don't think it's Southern Cali. I think it's higher up. Oh, it I may could be wrong. I have no idea. But thank you for calling in. Good showing. First call. Good show. Call back. Well, for sure, right? I mean, that's what Absolute. we... We want everybody... Love it. By the way, he sounded like a cool dude, right? Oh, yeah. He sounded like a great dude. And, yeah. Well, there you go. And he's he's already ganking you with the... Oh, he well, gets all wet get about all wet. his Rob but, but you know what the thing is, is he said that, and I know it's supposed to be ganking me, but I mean, he didn't say anything but truth. Sure. I mean, it's like, I do Sometimes get... Sometimes you It's like, say, I'm Andrew WK, I preach. get wet. Yeah. Right there. Okay? That's what happens. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. That's our second new caller for today. Excellent. That's two. We do have a recall from a guy who we love so much. Mm-hmm. GP called right back in. Let's get into oh. that. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. It's GP. Again. Feeling better now, but my voice is still shot, so sorry about that. Well, you look good and you sound good. Um, what are the best openings in horror movies? Um, <laughs> excuse me. Jeez. They may not be the best. They may not be the goriest. They may not be the... Uh, most special effects laden, but <laughs> I think these are ones that, that just set the mood for the rest of the movie. Sure. And the ones I like the most, so. Okay. Uh, first one would be, come on, Ghostbusters, man. That is, that is a fantastic opening for the movie. Uh-huh. Right, man, and then the, don't feel like, I, 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 no, I didn't I, understand. It, it just the whole thing. I love it. I know. For the first time, he actually sounds like Second he's from New Jersey. John Carpenter, oh, no, I just, uh, hey. you know, the point of view of Michael Myers going through the house, getting his weapon. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Seeing uh, his sister's boyfriend after laying wood oh, okay. uh, for two minutes, he's finished and he runs out on her, and then going up and stabbing uh, on her today's and oh, all that. I, they just that that feeling. That I think it sets the mood for the thing. Favorite okay. part? I just love how the, Seeing um, those sweet titties the through, that, through the eyeball holes of that mask. Oh. And for the third, third one I have is The Exorcist. Mm. Father Marin in the archaeological yeah. take. It's very subtle. He likes Pazuzu's giant dick. It, it, makes, it's, it makes you very uneasy going yeah. what he goes through. And I guess that's it. That's why you're Yeah, they, they set him up to Orange be like, Calvin, he's very frail. He's, he's playing he's it again. That's another one that I'm really digging in. I'm looking into the uh, other songs, too. Yeah. Um, and that's all I got. I'm going to give my voice a rest. 
I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hopefully his voice is recovered yeah. next time because I, I had a hard time understanding. Scratchy, he sounded very New Jerseyan. Yeah, he did. He's like, you know, let's, let's go he's down. Not, he's not real New Jerseyan because he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So he basically is So not. he's an Elton John fan. Well, I think everybody on the planet's an Elton John Philadelphia freedom. Yeah, sure. I love <laughs> I like that you went directly there. Yes, I By the way. By the way, best song ever, his duet with Kiki D. Kiki D. Don't go breaking my heart. No. That's a great song. You're the only person that knows that. Don't go breaking my heart. Her name, Kiki D. Yeah, Kiki D. Great song. I didn't even know that. Kiki D. Well, I do love Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Yeah, exactly. That's Kiki D. That's a good song. That's a great song. Great. Say great. Kiki D. That makes me giggle. Great. That name. Kiki D. It may be a stage name. It, just like Elton John, maybe a stage name. Sure. I don't know. Speaking of something that's not a stage name, Paul G called in. Mm. Hey, Mike Shane. Paul oh, G here. Uh, calling in for last uh, episode's question of the week. Um, the, I guess the best things that uh, I got from you guys last okay. year as far as Witchcraft. movie and music, um, I have to say, hands down, uh, Music-wise, would be uh, Witchcraft. Yeah, he loves Still it. Still love it. Uh, Movie-wise, The Baba Duke. Oh, that was a good um, one. Yeah, so that's yeah, that. That's a great one. Uh, this question of the episode, um, intros that I thought were the best, um, I would have to say the uh, beginning of uh, Ghost Ship. Yeah, the, the, um, that's two. Really great, Number two. The, the beginning is just one of the best. For um, a know, shitty movie, but that's a great opening. Part by the uh, lines on the ship. Uh, the other one would be uh, Sinister. Uh, I don't know. It's just it worked. Ding, ding, level. ding, ding! Right there with that sixteen awesome. millimeter yeah, film or whatever that was when they're hanging and, themselves. Uh, that's yeah, hanging. Uh, have a good week. Bye. That was it. Yeah, ding, ding! Right on that one. Ghost Ship. I didn't get Ghost Ship, but I did get the 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 Sinister because that one that movie freaked me out. I wish it ended. I wish that movie ended a little bit like. Better, I guess, I guess is the word. But that movie was awesome until the very end, and I'm just like, oh, too bad, too yeah, bad. Yeah, till like the very, very. Yeah, end that's of what it, I'm right? saying. Also, yeah, and I don't want to give it away for those who haven't seen it. But it, I that movie was awesome. I liked it up till the very last and, scene where I went, pew. Yeah, that's when I'm at. That's where I'm at. And I, you know, what? honestly, I probably watched it three or four times just because the rest of the movie's worth it. Yeah, it's good, and it's worth it. Speaking of somebody who's worth it. And I'm worth it. For sure. Definitely worth it. My favorite, my surrogate older sister. Oh, JJ from L.A. Mike Shane, it's just Julia calling, I think, with this week's question of the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is what openings in horror films really got your attention? Yep. Well, I got a few here, and they're more slow burn kind of openings, not big and flashy, but. Okay. From the beginning going backwards, the original Dracula's opening in 1931 is Dawn of the Dead, the yep. 10 minute reopening. Two, of ding, ding, yep. remake of that. Uh, again, it runs 10 minutes and it's a slow burn, but boy, does it set up the story. Yeah, it does. 
And then to me, the all-time great opening is 1968's Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get Barbara you, Barbara. and her brother in the cemetery. Yeah. The guy wandering around behind him. Something's not quite right. Brother's teasing or creeping around, and then... You're ignorant. Stuff gets real. <laughs> that's my favorite I love one. those movies. I love those openings. I hope that's the right answer. Bye. Well, whatever you just a fun whatever guy. Whatever you say, lady, is uh, JJ. That is the right answer. He's just a fun brother. No, he's he like seemed, they're coming to get you, Barbara. I'm you're just, ignorant. I'm, I'm, she, that's what he brothers got her and sisters so, do. They got dig so at each other. That she said you're ignorant. Yeah, you're like you're ignorant. Like how how harsh you're, do you have to or be? Or as we say in Utah, you're ignorant. 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 Oh, okay. Ignorant. You're ignorant. Ignorant. Is that what we say here? Of course we do. Oh, I don't. I'm from here, born and raised. Tonics. I don't even know that I've ever said that, but okay. But she called right back, so here she is. Just Julia, call to. I am terrified of being GP'd, so <laughs> I have an answer for the previous question, which was what movies did you wonderful guys at the cast open wonderful. my eyes Whoa. to through your podcast? Let's hear it. Several. I mean, I've been listening since the beginning, all kinds of wonderful movies, but the most recently this year, from episode 95, the movie You're Next. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. That was a very interesting film, and I'm glad you brought my attention to it because I would have passed on that otherwise. No, it's good. Some wonderful yeah, moments, some really great moments, and a good overall creep. <clears throat> kind of, it's kind of funny, podcast, too. Uh, number 128, The Duke. Oh, yeah, I yeah. cannot say yes. enough cool I things double bone. with you. Yeah, that was a double movie. bone. Where did they find those performers? I, it's it's standout. I have. Never I love that movie. I've watched it a couple of times. Like I wanted since to put my did. arms around someone so much as I did around the mother. That oh yeah, dear woman just. I've been there, man. I have been and there. That kid was brilliant, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and mostly in horror films, people kind of live in these little bubbles where they don't have friends and don't have family. Yeah. And the Babadook, they've got a nice neighbor, and she's got a sister who's trying to be helpful. Yep. Yeah. But for legitimate reasons, is pulling away, and I thought, that's the first time I've ever seen that in a horror film, and I really respected it. Yeah. Also, you guys have mentioned Starry Eyes and the taking of Deborah Logan, and those are next on my hit parade, and I can't wait to watch them. Oh, they're great. thank you for that. Great. If I can include a minute review that's not quite a minute. Absolutely. Since I don't think you guys have talked about it, it's a a foreign film, wrap your head around it, but seeing as how we wrapped up the holidays here, Huh? A movie called Rare Export, oh, A Christmas Tale. I want to see. Is, Can I pause that real quick? <laughs> Rare Export's A Christmas Tale. So I haven't seen it. I me, don't know. Let me set the scene, okay? I won't give any spoilers except for there's dicks in it. Okay. So my wife, last year, 20... My wife. My wife, 2013, she's like... My, just so you know, my wife is the sweetest lady on the planet. She watches the... She wins uh, you in the uh, horror challenges so, uh, and whatnot. She may or may not. Let's not get into that All right, right. Now. But, okay, so 2013, she's like, you know what? We watch the Hallmark Channel. We watch this. Oh, my gosh, Rare Exports. It's a Christmas movie. Let's let the kids watch it. And, you know, my wife never just sits there and, and whatever. She's always doing stuff or whatever. All of a sudden, she walks in. My kids are watching Rare Exports. And all of a sudden, the ding-dongs from, like, the Santas are running around. And my daughter's just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, and my wife comes in. She covers the TV. She, like, stands in front of it, puts her arms out, so she covers the TV. Yeah. It wasn't enough. There were still Santa ding-dongs running around. Hilarious. Between her legs, yeah. there was the ding-dongs they could see, and they were like, oh, we're seeing ding-dongs. And you know what? To this day, 
that is one of the greatest stories of all time in my family. Yeah. Hey, mom, remember that time that we saw that Santa Claus Wiener show? <laughs> That's exactly what we call the, the Santa, Santa Claus, Claus Wiener, Wiener show. show. Yes, yes. Rare Expert. Great movie. Really dark. It's really creepy. <laughs> and my and kids yes, watch it. It's got some humor in it. It's funny. Do not watch the trailers. Do not go online and find out more about it. Just watch it and see if it doesn't give you a whole new uh, opinion. Of we the just blew it because it's got ding dong. So in it. again, rare exports, a Christmas tale. Excellent. The, the trailers and the stuff on YouTube give too much away. It's more fun if you go and hold. Yeah, there you go. So that's that's typical though, right? Anyway, I yeah. love you guys. Oh, we love you. Okay, bye. That was super nice. That was awesome. That ah, uh, she's great. Uh, you know what? Like I said, I don't have any older siblings, but I feel like I could have learned a lot. So you're saying she's older than you? Well, then barely. I feel like she's like one year older than She's got to be like way younger than you. Uh, no. Well, you're maybe. an old man at heart. Well, uh, no. Are you kidding? I like, you're an old uh, man at heart. She's a young girl. Well, she's she out is. to take the town. Well, she is. No, no, no. She's a, she's a wonderful, beautiful lady. I, there's no doubt about that, okay? Yep. <laughs> but the Ding Dong Santa movie... <laughs> That's that that Party that on. goes down in the Benny lore, the oh, Benny lore, right it's, there. It's 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 in there, yeah, right there forever and ever. We'll be sitting around. They'll grow up and we're sitting say, around when I'm sixty and my kids are like thirty, and we'll be. My mother and dad showed me a penis movie with no, Santa Claus. No, 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 no. I wasn't around. I oh. was at work or something like that, and then she showed the Peter movie. Why I wasn't there, so it wasn't me. And we saw penises at a very young age. Because what I'm saying is, is I I've I'd seen it before. It's very unsettling. And the, the, I remember walking in the door, and my daughter comes up to me, "Hey, Dad, we just watched Rare Exports." I'm like, "Wait, you guys did?" And I'm like, "She goes, yeah, Mom, let us watch it." And I'm like, "Did you it guys?" It was awesome. We I'm saw like, "Did Santa's you see weenie. the whole? Did you see the whole movie?" She's like, "Yeah, Dad. There were a lot of wieners in it." <laughs> I'm just like, "Wow, and, <laughs> wow." Because she was busy doing like uh, well, other duties. I'm sure it was Christmas time, and it was this and that, and she oh. was she was busy. And they in saw the, the weenies, chair. lots and lots of naked old homeless Santa weenies. Oh, I may have seen that movie. Yeah, you probably you wouldn't. That's a hard Does to that phone take place like in some winter place, like in like a in the Scandinavia. Like, yeah, yes, and the, the yeah, and the old men are running around naked like the yes. Santa Claus is. Oh. Ding dongs, they saw that one. Ding dong, the witch is dead because look at my dick. The witch is dead right yeah. there. Boom. Son of a bitch. Can I? Can I? Can I? Uh, I need to confess something to you. All right. I actually listened to this call. Okay. Before we did it, so I'm just gonna let it play through. All right. It's it it hurts it hurts my heart. It hurts your heart. It hurts my heart. Tony Zoni called in and he hurt my heart. But here Tony Zoni called in and hurt your heart. Heard oh, it. that's heard a it. song. He heard it. I love Tony Zoni. I love him too. I'm a nerd, and I'm I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> Saying Shane is the champion. I'm the champion. I win. I win things. You won trivia last time. Trivia. That's right. (laughs) 
Very high and irritating was- sounding voice. But he's right. You won the trivia. I lost I the won, trivia. you lost. Yeah. Uh, but, that's got to hurt. You know what, though? I may get revenge today because I I did the trivia for this week because Shane got called into work. Yeah. So I did I got it. called to duty, the front lines. You, for, you had to go out on the front lines, and while you're on the front lines, I'm like, oh, shit. He's not going to be able to you do the like, trivia? You were like, Caroline, write me a letter. Yeah. Just so you know, I got trivia this week. That's fine. But I'm going to make you pay. Oh, we'll boy. get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Thank you. So for- maybe he'll call in next week with a song. It's Mike is the winner. You know what? I hope he does. I hope he doesn't. I hope you take a big giant dump oh. on this trivia. That's not true. I, oh, that's heavens. not true. I always like to. You know, I like Gee, to have golly fun. darn it. Why I, would you I, say I, I that? like to have fun. I li- I'm just I like to joke around. Okay. All right. Speaking of another dude who likes to joke around, Mark called in. Hey, Mike, it's Mark from Chicago calling in. How's Chicago? Uh, first Very off, windy. Well, this could be a question of the episode. The answer to it is, uh, what's your favorite intro to horror movies? And uh, I like most of the Friday the 13th intros. Yeah, because same here. They really set you in the mood. Number six the is the best. Uh, Can't like lose with that. The second one, I believe, they really had you guessing who actually Jason was. Was it one of the characters that just happened to portray him or was it somebody else altogether. Um, I also liked the intro to Friday vs. Jason. Titties. Um, that was a lot of fun with Friday doing a little narrative there explaining how he came about and uh, really He's gonna say titties. Sights, like how he really did that to the children and everything. Come on, they were titties. Um, and then second off, I just want to say you guys did, uh, you're it. doing a fantastic job. Um, uh, you guys Thanks, really come through for all of us fans. Stop it. And, uh, friends and family. Uh, I used to listen to Please. a podcast. I'm not really going to name it, but they were a horror podcast as well. And I thought that they were like really snobby. Yeah. They didn't like a lot of movies and, and like they reviewed movies and stuff, but we can only they do kept ourselves. Saying how bad it was, and picked little things out that I actually thought were really interesting about the movies. So that's why I decided to go with your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Because we give uh, you no knowledge you whatsoever. <laughs> love you guys. All right. I love that guy too. But I understand. Listen, I understand that there are other podcasts out there, and you can listen. It's okay. It's you okay, can guys. listen to them all okay. if you want to. It's okay. That's fine. Because you know what? When all said and done. We got love. Who's the best? No, it doesn't. No, it's not about being yeah. the best. It's about the love. It's about yeah. the love and the we cherish. Like DMD always says, you are not a fan. You are friends That's, and family. And I totally agree with that. That is this podcast. You cherish are not a fan. You're friends and family. Who sings that song? Commodores. Yeah, just got away. Cool in the gang. Is that right? I don't know. I can't it's, remember. It's Commodores. I just got a song. Like, cherish na, 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 the night. Cherish the light. Because you just got to wait. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. We cherish you guys. Cherish. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google Friends that. and family. He's totally Come on. Full of crap, but don't, be, don't be silly. Speaking of a guy who is friend and family and is probably- And foe? Prob- no. Probably more handsome than he has any right to be. Oh. Adam Baum. Oh, yeah. Hey, that dude's dude. a good looking Adam from Minneapolis sucker. calling in. Uh- <laughs> been kind of a while, I guess. Oh, yeah. we're glad you're back. A month and a half, a month maybe. Oh, I thanks a lot. <laughs> Anyways, you know, whole Christmas time shenanigans yes, and shit like there's that. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, yeah, so 
my uh, my family actually all lives just south of Fargo. I'm, I'm a Nodak boy. Oh, don't you know? They don't totally talk like they do in, in uh, you kind of in maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, considering that took place all in uh, Minneapolis, St. Oh, Paul, anyways. Sure. Uh, you don't yeah, talk that way. No. You must be. Everybody's just sick as hell. What do they, what and, they uh, call they those babies stuff, you buy? So I haven't really called in. Got home from. Hold on, I'm going to pause it. What, what do they call let's those? Work through what Shane's they, brain right now. What are they? Because you don't sound like your parents. They don't all talk that way. <sighs> I don't know. What do you call that? What do you call that when you buy the babies? Oh, uh, adopted. Adopted. <laughs> you must be adopted. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You just said buy babies. That's what you do. That's not what adoption's like. Can I? Can I pull back the curtain? You for go a minute? down there can and I you pull buy back a baby. Curtain? Can I pull back the curtain for a minute? Okay. You say so, that's a sweet baby. Does so, that one have? So all me and my wife. Toes? Me and my wife are done having kids. We've had three kids, right? Every everybody who listens to this podcast knows how many kids I have, and that I have a mortgage. Three kids okay? and a mortgage. They, know, they honestly know. But you know what? My wife broached the subject the other day. And she's like, you know what? Do you ever wish we had more babies? And in my brain, I'm thinking, no, right? Well, yeah, but no, but uh, but she's like, you know, maybe when the kids get a little bit older, we can uh, we can adopt one. That's her saying. I I feel like I should still, but that's that's no, because we're that, done. We can't we but, can't physically what, conceive anymore because I got a little procedure. But listen to me for a minute. Okay, that is her need to keep mother and that's after fine. the children. Go off. What about grandkids, they, though? That's oh. no, but it's like, come on, we bring I bring him into my bosom you know, because that's my comfort all, zone. All I'm saying is this: it, the way she described it was way different than the way you described it. Well, you buy where a she's baby. Like, where she's like, we're gonna take this child into our home, and we're gonna make. And we're, we're well, gonna I'm sure she, like, she put she sugar was, all she over was, it. But. And now you're just like, we're gonna buy a baby. Well, you that's sound what like you do. some kind of Russian marketplace or something. Yeah, you go that's down weird, there. That's weird, right? You buy a baby. You say, oh, it's... I got to be honest with you. I'm something in the uh, Oriental... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, kinda, almost, I'm kind of in that market. I feel like right now, my youngest kid is six. In 10 years, when my youngest kid is 16, I feel like there's probably an 80 to 85% chance that we're going to, quote unquote, buy a baby and, and love it and cherish it. Just like everyone. I'm just saying. Oh, you're just never going to have. I'm just saying. See, the thing about like kids. I love my kids. They're great. No, right. Maybe but, not in 10 years, though. But here's what I got to say old. about people that I know yeah. that that still live with their parents. And they're I like don't live really with my parents. Old. I'm not oh, talking so, about so, you. Sorry, I'll let you talk. How about I let you just What talk? I'm saying is, <laughs> is that yeah. as you get older in life and you've raised the child or the children, mm-hmm. you deserve that time back. And when they live with you or sure you get grandkids are great because still, they come over, you say, all right. And they get lost. You've all and maybe, heard, and maybe my wife's heard doing that still now. Maybe she's still doing that. Maybe in 10 years, that'll be gone. Hopefully it's gone. But or it's like, we're going to get ourselves a little Asian baby, but literally like people that, that <laughs> are still living with their parents oh, at this doesn't? age. It's like, at what man. age, what age should you move out? 40. 40's good. I'm right? not even 40 yet, man. So, well, I, that's what, so what you're saying is I could move into my parents' basement still? No, the only thing that I'm saying is like as you become no, an I elder. Oh, well, sure. A clan leader. Okay. You are now sitting on the hill <laughs> while everyone does the work. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh-huh. That is your time in the sunset to enjoy. to enjoy. Yeah. And not go, Jesus, my kids are still here. All I'm saying is this. I may not have a choice in the matter. So hopefully I'll make the best of it. 
Hopefully, I, you know what I would love to do. All Actually, I'm right now, is, I would love to adopt Adam Ball. When you're young, it oh sure, I would, would love him because that, that would be he a, could give me he could give me doghouse. That lessons. would be a very sketchy situation. Well, sure, because if I adopted him, I'd be like, <laughs> get the closet. Well, the because there would, it, there would be some weird sexual stuff going on. No. I'm sure because he's so handsome. He's a good looking dude. <laughs> well, sure. But the, the Are thing we talking is, is about once you real? once you once you get sure. into no, the the twilight of your years, you sure. should be able to just go, yeah, you know, life is good and it's my time. Sure, my time. It's their and time. It ends exactly. once you go up so and so's bucket. Yeah, Goonies style. So, I can't believe we went. That's the first time we got off on adoption. Wow, well, really. that's wild. First time for everything. That's a real pick for another week and week and a half or so, and. Got busy with ketchup and all shit, so anyways, enough with excuses. Yeah, no excuses, bro. Um, I'm trying to think. Driving to get my, my hair all did by my barber. No. And, uh, uh, yeah. And I don't got hair. I don't know what that's like. One of them, one of the Tug truck hits a barber. Was, um, that's weird. The, uh, I should go to a barber. Uh, I don't go. I am drawn a blank. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's on the tip of my tongue. He's there. He's there. Oh, yeah. The, um, the highlights. Uh, oh, the yeah. Stuff. So I don't think it's... um. Any secret with me that uh, for sure music silent horror sure uh, I mean that was just such a I fucking love silent awesome I still listen to silent year. horror to this I mean, day fuck I wish they sent me when, a when CD. you're that excited about music man it just it just you wake up and you're just you're feeling fucking good you're feeling oh. positive I just love that shit absolutely also the uh, especially the when you know a new album's, album's coming out where you're like oh yeah. um, I enjoyed that much um, sorry it's traffic cruising. <laughs> Uh, as far it. as uh, movies, you know, I, I wish I could see every movie you guys review, happens, good and bad, but, you know, it's just not always doable. No, because um, time. But for sure, you know, it was later in the year, was definitely the Bobadoo. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that movie ding, just, ding. I, I don't even know if that's a horror movie, though. It's just kind of wild. But well, that movie just totally got me. You know, it's you in the pretty sure don't ever want to have kids now. No, it's wonderful <laughs> to have kids, leave, but not that one. You know, or not. Um, maybe, maybe someday. I'm um, not going to wood. Maybe someday. Uh, so, you yeah, got a lot of time. Oh, you'll have plenty of kids, sir. Trust else, me on that. If I do it later, I'll be sure to let you know. Uh, also, <laughs> he'll, he'll spread his seed plenty. <laughs> I think was the uh, opening scene. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, just trying to think of things right now. I'm really giving it too much thought, but. Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a big one. I, I like how that opens up. And just kind of actually, not even just that movie, but most zombie movies in general, they usually kind of just open up and they cut to the fucking face, you know? There's yeah. fucking zombies. If the world has zombies. Gotta in it, get to it. The um, world so needs I, I like that a lot. I think, cut that monster. Cut deck, that mustard. He's about, he got GP'd, but here he is. Uh, yeah, so Devil's Rejects, I think, had a, oh, a pretty ding, ding. fucking awesome shootout scene. Dude, everyone's on your tail. I also like the uh, love the it. Very I'm wet. Trick or treat. I thought that was, oh, yeah? that was good. Okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't super action factor by any means. Doesn't but need I, to be I action packed for you. I love it. Um, other than that, really had nothing more. I didn't really thought about it too hard. Um, it's okay. This one online We're just look, glad you called. Try to figure out something, maybe jog my memory a bit. But anyways, uh, also, what's the other thing? Yeah, the last episode I was listening to, and I, I fucking can't remember what. You guys were talking about that band, and uh, I don't know if it's like it's like they're they're kind of like evil. I don't. You're 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 role playing is what you're doing. You, some Mike was Marilyn Manson, and Jane was somebody <laughs> oh, yeah, else. Yeah, I, don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what exactly it was, but I do remember I was fucking cracking up over that shit. <laughs> um, 
Uh, that, yeah, was that was funny. So, anyways, I'm just babbling on some driving. I would love uh, it. I hope you guys are fucking doing well, and I hope your winner's going good. Uh, take cold. care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. It's cold, but not as cold as it is in Minnesota. Yeah, what's going on over there? Cold? It's really cold. Time. It's Minnesota. It might as well be Canada. Right. For hell's sake. Yeah, it's very uh, tame this year. Yeah, we're having a we're having a you know what I say bring on the global warming. I haven't had I'm kind of I hate to say let's that. Let's put it this way. There's only been two I'm times I'm not a fan of you know 3 feet of snow. No. There's been two times when my shovel my walks have had to been shoveled and I was thankfully laid up with ankle surgery both times so my daughter and my wife did it. I haven't shoveled one time this whole year. Boom. That's See, rare. And if you That's stay rare. with that, if you stay with that, yeah. you can keep it going. No, I'm I'm no boot. Guys, you just say shovels. Shovels, guys. <laughs> my, Come on. We well, got to walk out there that needs. If well, they, let me tell you I'm something. When my boys get stay a little with older, it's, yeah. Well, no, because yeah, I don't boys. want the ladies to do it because I want them to wait on me hand and foot because that's what as ladies do. As long as it's not oh. you. Well, yeah, I don't care who it is. If it's Exactly. I put in my time. You got some strong boys. Oh, yeah. But they're too young. and they're, I feel like they get out there, shovel Wouldn't about you a quarter give of it, it. Just take a stab at it. Well, yeah, but here's the here's the problem. My boys would go out there, do about a quarter of the work, and then dick around for the next yeah. three hours because that's what they do. But they got all the time in the world, and so do you. So you just go, ah, dick around. Yeah, I don't care because I don't have to get out of the driveway. As long as it is done. I don't Snowball care. fight. Don't care. Make a snowman, do whatever. <laughs> But get it done. Speaking of a guy who doesn't have any time to dick around, who actually called my real phone, I answered it and he hung up on me, but then realized that that wasn't the bone phone's number and yet my real cell phone number, but called back on the bone phone. Troy, here he is. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's Troy calling from Salt Lake. and uh, Kind of got misdirected with uh, another phone number. On yeah, I, that was me. So You hung up on me. Straight. Do you answer it like, hey, what's up, big boy? No, I said, hello, this is Mike. What's up, fat boy, big boy? Uh, you want, what do you want? You want dicky sucky? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. You just reached the silver chair hotline. Um, anyway, I can't really narrow it down to just one. I think you guys all done a pretty good job. Oh, thanks, man. Um, even with uh, a lot of the movies I uh, kind of knew about, there's been a few that were Kind of like questioning, you know, like check it out. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much on top of the movie thing with you guys. Um, anyway, with the music, there's been quite a bit of you that stood out. So anyway, your... you guys done a pretty good job to oh. keep it, you know, on a touch basis with the We're going to keep the, music. the gas um, pedal so anyway, down. You guys uh, help me out through listening and make me laugh. And that's about what all you guys can do. Oh, thanks, man. Anyway. Uh, we love you. this episode, and I have to say the two freakiest kind of intros yeah. right off the gate, I would have to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Part two. The original. Oh! Right as the start, you get that graveyard scene where you're just like, what am I watching? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You probably be like, what I forgot about that. Right Very the dirty in the John um, LaRocat doing the opening. Absolutely. Maybe on the darkness, you can kind of watch that on its own. Oh, so it's it kind of gives you all, you know, a you rush the, of what happened before, and then it you get the recap. Right into it. So maybe that's about it. So anyway, you guys have fun, and I'll talk to you later. Oh, I love when Troy calls in despite our differences. 
Despite our differences. Despite your sports differences. Uh, despite our sports differences, we can still be friends. You're like, man, what is going on with us? Yeah. Our yeah. sports is just tearing us apart. I, I, ha- I have to give it to them because even in men's basketball, their team beat my team by oh, four points How did year. you feel about that? Well, of you course just I like... cried to myself at night. I cried oh. to myself at night. Of course I did. He didn't rub it in. He was very classy about it. Right. He didn't class. Class. Huh? A little classy. bit of class coming from the other side. Huh. Which is, by the way, completely unexpected because there's no precedent of class coming from that side. Oh. Anyway, let's move on. Shall we move on? Okay, okay, all right, all right. Let's move on. Johnny Krug called in. Oh, the Krug. Tony on the phone phone. Hey, Mike and Shane. Hey. Johnny Krug What's here. Been a the lot Kruger called. Bone, yeah. <laughs> so I called to answer the question of the episode. The only horror movie opening that came to mind immediately was Pieces because oh. that movie <laughs> almost an came close to mine. I mean, okay. of course, starts with a little boy. He's just wanting putting to see that puzzle with the titties together. And uh, he's putting together the nudie puzzle. And of course, his oh, yeah. bitch ass mom comes in and starts the berating him. You know, telling him he's like a bitch ass father. And of course, bitch is going to get an axe in the face oh. because that's just, you know, what you do when you want to see some titties. Um, but that, that was the only one that really came to mind. I mean, that's there's awesome. some other good ones. That's you know, like awesome. Stepfather had a pretty interesting uh, a opening one. scene yep. just because it, it opens and you don't really, <laughs> it's just like immediately. Immediately, like, puts you in that place where you, you see all the carnage he's already caused in other people's lives before <laughs> yeah, he, he tries to, like, right about he moves on. other people. But right before he moves on. That's all I can really think of. Awesome. And all the Night of the Demons have pretty awesome opening scenes. But that's all I got. Just wanted to hit you guys up. Take it easy. Peace. Dude, and by the way, lazy. do you know that me and Johnny did the Cadaver Indies last week? That's awesome. Go to cadaverlab.com. You'll be forwarded to the Corpse Collective page where Cadaver Lab is. Oh, that's I moved, fantastic. I moved everything over just so I only have to maintain one website. Yeah. I even texted you. I'm like, is that okay with you? You never got back to me, so I assumed it was. Well, that's... If I don't get back to you, it's fine. I would, I mean, I'm just saying I would, if I would like get an, to get a... Absolutely no. I would like to get a... a How dare no, you? I would like to get a response just because I'm a human being. But, oh, well, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Whatever. Don't Don't respond. We got one more voicemail. Okay. Zombie Real 13, he called in late, but we got it right in. So here he is. The Rose. The sweet hey, Rose. Hey, Zombie Rose 13, calling on the question of the week. <laughs> um, best opening scene of horror film. Well, not to, you know, go over some of my favorites. Uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Ding, That's ding. Yep. That. In itself, could be its own short movie. It is really well done. Oh yeah, it is freaky. Um, and it sets the tone without giving too much away about the rest of the film. No. Um, number one would be Jaws. Jaws, that's a good one. With Don't the see swimming. the shark. It's all music. Let me pause it real quick. I remember squinting harder than I've ever squinted before in my life in that opening scene of Jaws. Because I just wanted to see that naked lady, and I, you know, is that am I filthy for that? I'm sorry. I was a young kid. Of course, kid. you are. I was a young kid. Did you get to see her? No. Well, yeah. In your mind. No. Oh, in my in mind. your mind's yeah. mind. Yeah. I still no saw the chick from Jason Goes to Hell in my mind. Right. It, it definitely is just stands out as being just amazing. Another one would be a ghost ship. Yeah, ghost go ship. Under the water. Fun little ride, but that opening sequence with that wire. 
if you haven't seen the film, you just need to watch the first five minutes just to see the opening sequence. Mm. If that isn't selling the film, it's not going to be a film for you. Oh. Uh, there are ones it's three for Ghost Ship, too. Odd. That's a big it's one. It's kind of an oddball pick because it's more of a comedy than a horror. <clears throat> this invite came out early. I think it was like 81, 82. The early days of Slashers. And he was already standing up and was spot on with parroting them. <laughs> but the opening sequence... It's got to be seen. It's sure. really fun because something tells me I have to watch Ghost Ship now. It's no. a five minutes. Just you know, the first. Even minute. getting to the kill is just every little thing. Yeah. Every little nitpick about a horror film. Every, every little there, thing he does is ghosty. It really works. <laughs> and here's the honorable mention. This isn't an action opening scene. This is a okay honorable credit sequence. Uh, movie. Called Deadtime Stories. This is the 80s version, not the TV show or the George Romero uh, films of a couple of years ago. This is the ones from the 80s. Hmm. Um, it's simply credits, but I usually don't watch credits unless there's action. Hmm. This credit scene, just the way they do it, it keeps you engaged. All right. Doesn't give anything away about the movie, but it just, you keep got you have to watch it. <laughs> huh. They really have a little fun with it. They keep the theme, keep the feeling right. Um, not too serious, but definitely a fun watch. Well, can't wait to hear the episode this week. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. That was Zombie Rose 13, folks. The Rose. The the, the guy who has the most fun horror-wise on the planet. The Phantom Rose. Who makes me jealous. Southern California. No, no, no. Northern California. Northern California? Northern Ca- Zombie Rose from Northern California. That's what he says every week. Where are you at? I was just thinking of a red hot chilies. Oh. I was thinking about the chili peppers. That's what you they do. They only play gigs in Southern no, California. No, they played. They played. They played here. I've seen them. They really? Played, yeah, with the blood sugar sex magic when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. They, they played oh. here. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be a son of a bitch. Well, you are a son of a bitch. Okay, so do do you have some answers? I have thing? one. Let's hear it. And it's kind of pointing it because it's our first episode. New York Ripper. New York Ripper. Dog in the hand. And, and the, he oh, says, I farted or something? No, he bends over and he goes, oh, my balls. That's right. That's what it was. Oh, my balls. Get him. <laughs> Get it, boy. Get it. And he's after that stick. Get it, boy. And he brings he's grinding back in. his teeth. Get it, boy. Get it. And he brings out the severed hand. hand. Oh, my balls. I forgot about the oh, my oh, balls. Oh, my balls. <laughs> that is that is a great cinematic bowl. And then it was like, and then all of a sudden there were big toes and snatches and all. Welcome sorts to of the weird New York stuff. Ripper. It's starting Yikes. right now. I know that I said I wouldn't mention this because I took it off the table, but every Final Destination has a great opening scene. Come on. Okay. Come on. Right. They're great. Um, I did mention Scream. Jake the Snake opened up a screen. Uh, Sinister. I do have Sinister House of a Thousand Corpses. Yada yada yada. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. That's already been mentioned, but one that wasn't mentioned was Twenty Eight Days Later. Where that dude, like, you know, you get to wake up and you get to see his wiener and he walks around and nobody's in London and stuff. Yeah. That was a pretty wild scene. In fact, that movie, that set the tone for that movie. That re- I really liked that movie. Yeah. And I got, that was a, that was an opening, that, that opening scene was very haunting. Yeah. It was good. It was yeah, good. I like it. It's good. Why don't we get into the question for next episode, shall we? I'm gonna, sure. I'm going to entitle this question of the episode segment to the email. Email, uh, you remember how we said, hey, what do you want to ask the Corpse Collective, the Corpse Castians, you know, 
you know, remember I asked that a few questions ago, and and so I'm taking one from Alan. He sent me an email, okay? He, he calls, and I call this one question from the human dartboard. Alan. I like that. Question from the human dartboard. He says, has there ever he does been, it. Well, he is a human dartboard. He is a human dartboard. He gets abused and used. How would he, you? I bet you couldn't even take one dart to the back. I, I bet you could take one dart, but I think you'd say, yeah, I think I'm done. Oh, well, I that. feel like I would have to impair myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, he I, does it straight face. I, I, I almost smile. guess he doesn't. I, I would, Alan, do you? Do With you, a smile, and he says, oh, is that the best shot you got? He may or may not, but all I'm saying is I would need some impairment. Okay, so here's this question. Has there ever been a horror movie that you either loved or hated until the end, and then the ending changed your opinion of the movie completely? Hmm. That's a good question. The bone phone, and this is the real bone phone number, not Mike's personal cell phone number. Three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That is three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Yeah, there it is. So call that in right there. Whoop! There it is. I cannot wait to talk about. You can't say the band we're talking about because is it a band? It's no. not the, even really a the band. Production it's a production that we're about to co- that, that we're about to talk about. We're talking about dreams in the witch house. Colon a Lovecraftian rock opera. Here's one minute. It's on Spotify, so I'm going to say it's an album. Just sure. one minute from that album. Go. This brooding moldy tomb with a crooked garret room hides a devilish history. Behind its slanting walls, a lurking place. Unbounded void, transcending time and space. In the witch house To concentrate Find the answers Which help you quit Dimensions of reality There's got to be a way To step deliberately from Earth To point me on in space his imagination I think he made some kind of deal with the devil he'd gained abstract mathematical knowledge beyond human comprehension we were all astounded by it especially our teacher professor so many questions science is a vast Of concepts we hold here, we create and we describe. Our calculations never end. I've inside you can't comprehend. There's a bridge to the stars, dimensions near and far. Cosmos more remains 
terrified of what might happen. We knew that supernatural forces were at work, and there was so much gossip in the town. In the morning, I visited Walter with Joe Mazurowitz and the landlord, Dombrowski. We've heard you walking in your sleep. And seen that rat-faced creature, too. The dreams you've had have touched on something deep. And now it seems they're coming true. Help, what am I to do? Blessed are the faithful, for hell's on the horizon. The evil in this room is thick. You should have this crucifix. Tis April's awful Sabbath. Oh boy. Here we go. The idea for Dreams of the Witch, a Lovecraftian rock Witch opera, Witch sprang into the mind of the executive producer, Michael Dalger, on a flight from Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, you read the same bio I did. When Andrew Lehmann suggested he read the short story bar by a fantastic writer right hp mother HP. F. lovecraft mike did you know what hp stands for what hot pussy oh yeah hot pussy lovecraft boom absolutely because that's what, how great he is what would you think it would be uh like howard not uh, hot howard pussy? something or other howard howard Phillip? jones howard philip i think it's howard philip yeah howard but i like Phillip to think of him as hot lovecraft pussy. Hot Pussy's way better name. What's your name, man? Hot Pussy. Just, dude, I like this guy. Just call me HP, bro. Just call me. I feel like he would say that. Call me HP, bro. Just call me HP. Because Hot Pussy is so awesome, you know? You don't want to be bringing that out. Oh, no, hell no, no. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a conversation starter. At- What's your name, HP? What does HP stand for? Hot Pussy. Sorry. And I like I'm it. I'm sorry, folks. I brought that. I'm sorry. I apologize. And do you mind if I munch on yours? That's rude. That's what he would say to the ladies. You think so? Before he got married, he was like, well, do you I mind feel, if I, I feel munch? I like he was also kind of a social outcast type of Sh- guy. Well, yeah. But For several reasons. Maybe but- maybe only because he would start every conversation saying, can I munch on yours? And that's a problem for people. Or. Especially could, back in the 30s. Yeah. Or it could have been that he's like, hey, ask me my name. <laughs> And you're like, ah, oh, dude, you're just a pain in the balls. We get it. You, we, we were at the party last week. We get your stick, bro. 
All right, so let me go back. No, uh, executive sorry. producer Mike Dalger on a flight to Stockholm, Sweden, when Andrew LeMond suggested he read the short story, and Mike did. Yeah. He said, I've got to get into this story yeah. on this long flight oh, yeah. from, you know, some hotbed Stock- New York City to, to Stockholm. Or to whatever. the Scandinavians. Yeah, get down there, you know, work some business. It's about to be cold. Why not listen to some hot pussy? Uh, he began to visualize a full performance, a Broadway performance. Yes. With a heavy metal soundtrack. Uh, fairly heavy metal. Thank you. Quote unquote heavy metal. From Corey. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I think you would agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the wheels began to turn 20 months later, 17 singers and 20 musicians. It was complete. Ladies and gentlemen. we I are wish t- everybody just saw the head motions you made. That was we, great. We are talking about, and I am unclear if this is a band. It's no, just a performance perform, troupe. I guess I don't know it's, either. It's a it's a Broadway show. It's like your uh, you know Cats or or whatever. It's like let's build this yes. thing together. And hey, nobody gets uh, uh, top billing. Top billing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Unless it's Liza We're a Minnelli. Troop. We're a troop. Well. There was no Liza. There was no talent like Liza Minnelli on this. Please, sure, please, son, sure. So here we go. Dreams of the Witch House Facebook. Hey, like them on the Facebook. Scrabble them on Last FM. No shit. Okay. Official website witchhouserocks.com. Twitter <laughs> at witchhouserocks. Wow. Okay. There's and there. you can tell them how great it is. You can send them a quick tweet and say, wow, it's mind-blowing. And I read people going, man, I got to stop listening to this, or or I will go insane. Oh, you just like so HP Hot Pussy, that's how he envisions everything, that, all of his stories. You're going to go insane, people. Right. The album, Dream of the Witch House, a Lovecraftian rock opera, released 2013, 16 tracks, 65 blistering minutes. <laughs> Our uh, Platform <laughs> West Records put that out, and it's on Spotify. <laughs> and then I have a note here that says, don't talk shit. But, here's, <laughs> but here's, here's what I have to say, just starting this out. Uh, okay. A wise man once said, okay. just because yeah. I don't understand, okay. Okay. don't mean it don't make no sense. Sure. And just because I don't like it doesn't mean it ain't no good. No, right. Right. And if I offend, and before I take a walk in yeah. in the real world, you better take a look at the real world because this ain't no Mister Rogers neighborhood. Oh, absolutely. You see, I feel like shit. Yeah, maybe sometimes I do feel like Is shit. I'm happy shit about like it, that? but I'd be happy. I'd be feel what? Is you that just rapping? Are uh, you rapping? That's suicidal tendencies. Oh, okay. You sorry. can't bring me down. Sorry, 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 sorry. But he did say just because I don't like yeah, it. He did. Just because I don't understand it, don't mean it ain't no good. Right. And that's well, where we're starting. He's a with wise this. man. Okay. I okay. need to know what your thoughts are. On You're this. just dropping that bomb right here. I'm dropping that that uh, Lovecraftian oh. bomb. Right. You're you're saying, that, hey, Mike, those, that, that pentagram. Is, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't want to talk shit, Mike. Why don't you go ahead? No. And, what I'm gonna say is I'm I'm dropping the pentagram in front of your feet. You step into it and 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 start talking. Let it. me start by saying this: Dreams in the Witch House, an amazing. Short story. Um, in fact, today I just watched uh, Masters of Horror, uh, Stuart Gordon's uh, uh, episode called Dreams in the Witch House, 
which kind of touched on a lot of what what's going on in this. It, it didn't. It didn't. You know. I mean. You read the story, I mean, obviously, I mean, we, I've talked about before, it's like, hey, you know, you read the book, it's a whole different medium, so you can really explore all these different things, you know, you can explore it. That one didn't really do it. <clears throat> it, it was a great, it was a good, you know, hour-long, you know, uh, episode of a TV show, right? Right. Um, but Dreams of the Witch, ha- Witch House is amazing. H.P. Lovecraft and his Cthulhu, and what he started with his Cthulhu mythos, with all that stuff, to me... Is unbelievably amazing to the to the point where it's like, I just wish that there was more. Mo- I mean, there's a, in fact, you take us back a few years. We did a, a douchebag. Uh, what was it? What was our old podcast? Douchecast. Douchecast. Thank you for reminding me with uh, just, Vaughn, with Vaughn and Steven and Tim and all those guys. But what I'm saying is, is we did a oh, we're gonna do 31 days of H.P. Lovecraft. I watched a ton of shit. I read a bunch of shit unbelievably mind-blowing right that's what i'm saying unbelievable unbelievable mind- you know and i even got all the uh the the audio books and i listened to them and i'll be i'll be straight up with you listening to hp lovecraft audiobooks is i i, I don't want to call it a chore but it but the prose in that is very different than the way we speak now and there's a, sure and sure it's very 1930s you, compared to now yeah. And you have to really focus in to get all the little nuances and stuff like that. Okay, right. so you got that. Now, I having said now, that... Now, 2000, what, 14, this comes out, right? Yeah, 13. Two, 13. 2013. This comes out, and I'd never H. heard of it. H.P. Lovecraft knows little, nothing about this well, kind of... Well, he did. H.P. Lovecraft is long sure. gone. But if he was alive, he knows nothing about what's going on, right? Can, yeah, musically, Shane, I want storytelling you to, wise. I want you to nothing. turn your judgment button off. No, I don't have a judgment. Okay, don't turn. Okay, then then just be who you are, All because right. I feel like I want to talk for a minute about. Okay, this. T- okay, you okay. Now I don't know. I mean, I understand that this is different than anything we've ever done on this podcast before. It is a very dramatic. It, uh, the, the, this is this is uh, presented as a as a as a uh, Lovecraftian rock opera. You have it's set up really nicely where you have a guy who's confessing to a priest. He's talking about all these things, and they go through the story, dreams in a witch house, step by step. In essence, you know, mm-hmm. and there, I mean, there's differences, and it's not it's not like a completely. Basically, faithful. what you're hearing is you're hearing a man that's in there. Talking to a priest about what he saw. Absolutely. And it's kind of interludes of rock music. And, I, you know, and I actually that are kind think of, that this uh, does following. A, the great job of setting up the story, of telling the story. It's an amazing story because of H.P. Lovecraft, right? A great setup, dramatic narrative. Um, but I did think, I, and I thought it was funny as I'm listening to this, I'm, there's a, lo- a ton of religious overtones with the, 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 you know, the rosaries and, and what was it? The devil has a lot of tricks, but he can't defeat the crucifix, stuff right. like that. Completely in Broadway style, maybe a bit cheese dick. It's not Broadway. First off, oh, okay. this thing never made it to Broadway. Well, of course it didn't. It was off, off, off. Like we're going to do this in a small theater but, somewhere. 
But they never did it visually. This is just an album. So what did you watch? Because you said you watched the Broadway. No, no, no. I watched uh, Masters of Horror episode. Oh, yeah, oh, I watched okay. that one. And that you know that was and that was a kind of a short. I feel like of this. this would call for that. You need to see them actually do it. And that, in fact, I would have loved to see them do that. Okay, but are you ready? Are you ready for this? All right, are you ready for this? On first listen, I was shocked. This was a shock to my system. I'm just like, wow. This, I mean, if you look up definition of cheese dick in Webster's Dictionary, it says this, right? <laughs> Complete. But, I mean, it's, you know, from the deep operatic vocals to the vibe and energy of the songs, there's a lot of differences. Seriously, I mean, it was so different than anything we've ever done in mood, style, etc. But I have to admit, Shane... I ended up really liking this. I knew you would. Like, really, the reason really why The this. reason why uh-huh. I knew you would like it uh-huh. is because it's that cheesy, sure. off, uh, not even popular, glammy-sounding rock sure. music. Sure, Where it's like, it's not even a good band. <laughs> it's not even someone you've heard of. It's like, oh, this is Saigon fucking uh, Power Troop. Oh, okay. The, and they're <laughs> so good, and I love it. I knew you would. Here's Here's the thing, though. It's like... But the thing is, is, this comes from a place of love in me. The, the same, the same thing that that makes me love Repo, the Genetic Opera. Loved it. That makes thought me, it was great. That makes me love. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's a thing here that's happening with these singers, and the thing is, is that <clears throat> these guys are. You can hear a voice, and you go, "That is a beautiful, like Elaine sure. Staley. That is a voice." Sure. And then there's a Coke commercial. You can hear you can hear something where it's like they're not going to have a giant career in, well, in music. I you think know. I know what you're talking about. And let me say, there was a song called uh, let's see, where am I? There was a song called Bridge to the Stars, which was my favorite song of the album. There's a bridge to the stars. You know, whatever. Whatever. Ass clenching and painful. Okay, great. Okay. But but I understand because you have that, just like repo, you have that baritone operatic voice. there's beauty yeah. to doing that the correct way this is not the correct way. and then you had but but there were three different there were three very distinct characters in in that one song you had the deep operatic guy he happened to be the miskatonic uh uh professor then you had the guy who was like walter you're not making uh, you know, it's like okay well this guy's almost it's a asleep. kiss of death but then you have like then you have the guy who kind of reminded me of the lead singer. From, then you had the guy who kind of reminded me of the lead singer from uh, Avenged Sevenfold, where he was like, "Hey, yeah, the yeah. black guy? No, 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 he's not black. What? The he's black like, guy from? Uh, oh, you're no, talking Avenged about Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold? Yeah, he's like, I was well, thinking hold Kill Switch. On. Yeah, you that guy. You know. Yeah. So there were three, and it's very, it's very jarring to hear those three voices. In this song, and it's such a different style. It's like maybe it would be better if you were watching it, like on I, YouTube. I you're agree. Like, okay, it's still shitty, but <laughs> I but I'm I can I see I, it. I can grasp something but here. You, but but for me, it's funny because one of the things that I really liked about this, outside of the fact that they're telling this amazing story, is that every character had a different voice. You know, we have the we have the like I said, we have in the bridge to the stars, we have the guy who's 
the the uh, professor. He's apparent. He's very distinguished, and he's the operatic baritone. I will not let you die. And then we have the guy. Then we have the guy that's like, "Are you serious? I just brought up this shit, and it's amazing." And it's like. Hold on, I got some shit to tell you. Yeah. Something like that. And then you got the guy who's like, I don't know what the shit's going on. So hold on, you know, you're not making, you know. All so that. it was the mid mid guy. Well, yeah. And I'm just saying, I'm sitting there. At first it was very jarring, but after a while, I listened to this probably 15 times this week, dude. I, I have to admit, I really, really liked it. I mean, I don't want you to judge me or anything like that. But I, got I really it twice. got into, I really got into this, this, uh, this whole thing. But like I said, this this is a this is a different portion of my soul that likes this that likes you know regular hard rock whatever it's a it's a, it's a completely different place and I understand it I mean I I, I there listen this is maybe I've never I don't want to admit to people I've never acted a day in my life sure in my life but I can tell you this okay there's a thing that you do when you're nervous right uh, yeah and there's a there's a phony nervous. Sure. So when the guy is in the in the stall with the priest and he's going, <laughs> Doctor, Priest, I have to tell you what's going on. Well, okay. It's 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 it's, it's well, terrible. And, and maybe that's I understand. and then it was like I understand. I've been seeing sitting well. And I have to tell you something. Okay, so, terrible. so here's the thing. I, I mean, I have to admit, I like the music in this. In fact, I liked it quite I a bit. I knew you would love the music. I, and that's weird, you're like, right? oh, that is right. You're is a, that an you're, insult? Are you no, insulting me? You're a glam rock fan, and this... No doubt that this is totally and, like that. And Absolutely. the main singer guy is right there in your wheelhouse. Absolutely. And it's it's terrible. But the thing is, is he's sitting here. They're, they're telling this story. And let me tell you something. I'm sitting there listening, and he's like, <sighs> he was going up to the... He, just, I'm, I'm going to do, yeah, yeah. He was going See, up to the board and he was you, solving. You haven't acted a day in your life. You're better than that. He's like, he was solving Romanian theories and, 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 and stuff like that. And I'm th- sitting there thinking back to my, back to my, 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 my days in school. And we're talking and they're sitting there talking about Romanian geometry. Uh, we're talking about string theory. We're talking about Einstein's. Uh, theory of relativity. We're we're talking about that stuff here, and we're and you know we're and we're telling this story, and it's like, well, that's some shit right there. This is a great story. I'm not gonna say every song hit with me because I'm just saying, you know, you have your reprises and you have your this and that, which are great, but you also have the stinkers. You have the one that's just like, oh, like I didn't care for the one. What was the one? The the blessed are the blessed are the faithful. But think about it this way. When you're when you're reviewing an album, sure. you can say, "Oh, that's a stinker." Sure, but but this is part of a performance. And I was gonna that, say, as a whole, this was a they were they're telling me a story, and maybe I didn't like some of the songs, but it all fit in. It was about a story about a guy who was who who was going out of his brain because because uh, what's his name, Nithrohotep? Nithron? I can't I can't pronounce it because this guy from the Cthulhu Mythos from H. P. Lovecraft. Has sent you mean down the black Keziah, man? yeah, the black man, not not like an African American, but we're talking about like a like a like an evil black. He's coming it's pretty up. pretty well known that H. P. Lovecraft was pretty racist. Well, that, and that's true too. But but we're gonna we're gonna pretend that's not true. But he she sent he 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 basically Keziah that the witch was, you know what? I've got all my my mind is expanded. Here's Let's a talk question. about some. Oh, I'm not done. Hold on, hold on, all hold on. right. 
We're talking about these things, but you know what? She was burned at the stake for that. And you know what? Nithar, I can't, I can't pronounce his name. Nithralahotep was, was saying, Kazai, you need to do this, which she was saying, I'm going to come in. I'm going to send my familiar. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Brown Jenkin. I'm going to send Brown Jenkin down there and he's going to let you, and he's going to let this guy know I'm coming. And there's this whole myth else there. I thought the songs were great. I thought it felt really good. Here's the problem that okay. I've got right okay. away. Okay. The <laughs> religious people love to burn things down or get rid of it. So well, sure. why don't you just get rid of the building and no one stays there? The priest goes, Oh, oh, you're staying in that witchcrafty devil house. Yeah, but you that know what? Room. Poor students can't be picky right why don't you just burn it down and say that's a devilly well, place you I, I, just burn it down good question that would that, break it down and then there's no story just like in most horror movies if some stupid teenagers made a good decision in the beginning there'd be no movie right that's what i'm saying i think maybe this is the same thing all i'm saying is i love this story i i this is a i love this story. it's an okay story hp lovecraft no. didn't care for this story well okay but, he, this, but to it, me, in his catalog me, of stuff, he was like, "It's all right." But what I'm saying is, but okay, that's great to him. But he's, but he's to him, he's on a different level. He's, he's on a different level than I am, and I'm right. thinking to myself, okay, so we're talking geometry, where we're talking this, and then all of a sudden we get the black hole where we can, oh. where we can move to different dimensions, and we can do this and that. See, and this this thing that we listened to didn't give me mathematics. It didn't give me geometry. It didn't give me anything. Really, it because me- it's like because no. the whole thing is like the as I'm sitting there listening to it. He's like, my professor was like, he was very impressed because he was coming up with the Ruminian geometry. He's coming with, he, he was solving all these theoretical equations up on the thing. And I'm just thinking, oh yeah, hey, listen. And maybe it sent me back to my days doing some hard as shit math, which by hey, the way, that, I couldn't that, do anymore. That, that might've been when I was taking a dump at the 7-Eleven or something, you know, <laughs> that I missed that little bit, maybe. but. Overall, it's just is no. It, I get it. Is it's it a good. very specific style of music. Let's just talk the music. All it right. is a very specific style of music. The problem with me is, is I love the cheese dick. Yeah, I and you do. You like that? Up, straight up. This is fairly cheesy. It's very and and I have to admit, the first couple times I listened to it is very jarring to hear this character, this character, and then all of a sudden the Miskatonic student choir it, comes up and it kept being jarring. It didn't stop well, being jarring. I was like Because I listened oh. to it fifteen times, where you listen to it two times, and it's like and it's funny because I actually went out and I got all the I lyrics. was embarrassed for him almost. Where I was like, Oh, oh man, my God. I liked it a lot. I I have to admit, I liked it this so much. But on a I like this for a different reason. Why? What did we do last week? Orange Goblin. Mm-hmm. I like this for a completely different reason that I liked Orange Goblin, that I liked the Fields of the Nephilim, whatever. I saw this as more of a production and more of a an overarching story but we as didn't opposed to... get to see the production. Sure. Maybe that but, would have but added my brains, to my... my... my brains, I, honestly, this was almost like reading the book. It's like, no, here's what's going on. My imagination's insane? going, maybe, maybe I, you have I might to be, be insane. insane. I might be insane because this is some hot pussy Lovecraft stuff. And that's what he does. He makes people go insane. But what I'm saying is, I think I would dare to say HP Lovecraft would roll over in his grave. If he, heard, I, you know, if what? he could put it, wrap his brain. Are you serious? If, if HP Lovecraft heard this, if he, he would he could be ra- shitting his if, pants if, because if, he wouldn't understand what the, 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 the distortion on the guitar would mean. If you would just give me five seconds no, to talk, no. I would say I will not. I will if not. he could wrap his mind around the style of music and what the well, fuck no, are sure. they doing, no, he absolutely. would say, this is 
terrible. No, okay. When he first, not, I don't know. When don't he know. wrote this story, they put it in Weird Tales. Yep. He was. It was asked to be. Can we put this into a radio sure. program? And he said, No, I do not want it to be a radio program. So now it's a rock opera. But here's what that you he would go. Here's where I'm coming at, though, man. I it's get not it. even my best work. Well, and it, now it's a and rock it, and opera. And it's definitely not. And it's def- I, and I will agree with you there. And I will agree that maybe he'd be a little bit jarred because, for hell's sakes, I was jarred and I lived through the 80s. Come on. The but, 60s. But Jimi Hendrix. Saying, you poke a couple of this, holes in your speakers. Here we go. What I'm saying is this. I understand that the style is very particular. Sure. And maybe it's... maybe, And I do love that style. And I do like a lot of stuff that maybe doesn't fit in performance. You're saying I would top love notch. No, I would say here's here's what I would say. I feel like even though this wasn't one of H.P. Lovecraft's greatest stories, I feel like they did a good job of of expressing that story, of telling that story, in which I really got into. I thought it. I I have to say it. I thought this was really good. In fact, can I confess something to you? Oh, yes. I went to their site. They have a double. LP. Oh, vinyl, sure. They and do. I bought it. I bought it. It's on its way right now. Is it like signed it. by the I don't the know. Band. It no, should I be signed it. No, by I doubt all it. of there's them. There's no band. All 37 no, there's not, people. There's not even room on the whole thing, but I bought it. It's on its way. Not because I need the music, because I already have the music. Here's a fun fact, though. Okay. At one of the performances or something, Bruce Kulik. Do you know who he is? He recorded on this album. Yeah, he's the uh, he's guitar the player. From Kiss, he, you know Asylum, what? and let me tell you something. He played guitar on one of my favorite Kiss songs of all time, "Unholy." Oh no, "Unholy," come on, folly. Yeah, he was on Asylum. Was so he good. was on "Unholy." Yeah, oh my and gosh. then they said, "Dude, it's time to go." I, can, I maybe, and maybe this will give you a little bit more background into where I'm coming from. My favorite Kiss song of all time is "Unholy." So take that for what you will. You're you're shaking your head at me. Yeah, destroy uh, hotter than hell. No, it's great. It's great. Entire album. But I I'll never forget coming back. Kiss alive too. I'll never forget coming back from Leighton Hills Mall with Kiss. What was that? What was the album called? I can't remember. What was? uh, But it had Unholy on it. It's called Revenge. It was called Revenge. Thank you very much. You win that trivia right now. You should get another song from Tony Zoni. But I brought home Kiss Revenge. My friend's mom said. That's Knights and Satan's service. And, oh, I can't believe you yeah, played it. Yeah, I remember And I'm listening, and we're, we're listening to it going, that is probably one no, of the No, the greatest. band's called Kiss. Yeah, it's not. I, well, I, I didn't know enough. In fact, I was hoping back in those days when I was 13, 14, I was hoping that it was called Knights and Satan's service because I was a rebellious young man. You know, I'm, I was an asshole. I get it. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. So, okay. You know what? Also, you know who else played on this, don't you? Hold on. Let me, let me find this. Doug Blair from Wasp. Doug Blair. Doug Blair. I don't know. I don't know who Wasp. I don't know where he. I fits barely know in who the... Wasp is, but he was there. All I'm saying Wasp is, this... is fantastic, but I, I don't know. remember a Doug Blair. He was probably after. I would say, if he was on any Wasp album, it would be after the Headless Children. <laughs> okay. He may. He may. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, all I Doug know is Doug Blair he was, is like he was in Wasp at one point in his life. Okay, he's a he's a commercial. That's really all I have to say about this. I really liked it, and I went out and I bought the LP that I'm never going to listen to because I don't have a record player. But I have these MP3s 
Thank you for the Wolfman for sending this to me. But as I'm, I love you, this, Wolfman. I, I hate this thing. I, I, this is an experience to me, and it's like I have to admit, though, every time uh, Bridge to the Stars came on, I listened to that five times in a row, and then let the rest of the album go through. I love that song so much. Every bit of it was absolutely <laughs> terrible in my ears. It was painful to listen to, I know, I know. but I felt my duty. My civic duty yeah. to listen to it and and try and make it through. I listened to it through twice. <laughs> My ass was it's tight like a drum. I loved the whole it. time. I have to admit, I loved it, man. I give I'm this sorry. a don't bother. I ever give this a buy. I give. It. In fact, I give this a high buy. I went and bought. In fact, I give it a high buy because I went and bought a medium that I'm never going to listen to because it's vinyl and I don't have a record player. So there you go. I mean. I liked it a lot. Here, here's what I would say though. I also understand that it's a very, it's a very niche type of of production. Go to Spotify, search out "Dreams in the Witch House: Colon a Lovecraftian Rock Opera." Anthony, I cannot wait to hear because <laughs> I will be flabbergasted if he's like, "I loved it. It was so good." I I hate to admit it, but this comes from this comes from the same place as I mean, I hate to admit it, but I do like show tunes. I like. The production, I like a lot of that. And I don't want to give away which show tunes I like, because guess what the trivia is about? Oh, yeah. All right. What? Your Rock mom. operas? No, your mom. So My mom? Yeah, your mom. So why don't we just take a break real quick and we'll get into that right now. You're giving it a don't bother. I'm giving it a high buy. I'm sorry, Wolfie, but don't bother. Oh, I loved it. Don't ever listen I to it. I will this. continue to listen In to it. In fact, this. I will say, don't ever listen to it, because <laughs> it is the devil's work. Oh, it is devil and devil. bad and disgusting. No, I loved it. I liked it a lot. All right. Okay. We'll take in a break. All right, Shane. We're back. We are back. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, let me let me set this up for you. You're okay? going to uh, back for the attack. You're going to you're going to break it down for me. This album would set up to be a great, in my opinion, a great horror musical slash rock opera. Okay. Rock Amazing. Opera. It would be great to see this on. On the, well, on what do the, you call it? What do you call it? The the stage? What, what do you call it? The, you can't call it the silver screen, but you you know you I would I would love to the, see it live. How about the silver stage? The silver stage. You would love to see this on the silver stage. In fact, I wish they would make something out of this. In the vein of uh, you know, in fact, have you ever seen two thousand five's independent movie, The Call of the Cthulhu? I, no, I have. It's not a seen it's them. a great movie. It's an independent, the H.P. Lovecraft uh, historical yeah, I like society. I don't like H.P. Lovecraft. Well, He's okay. Well, what a, he probably hot pussy. Person, You're talking about hot pussy. I'm talking about hot pussy. He was he was kind of an asshole in real life, but he had some good shit. But what I'm saying is, is, I would love to see that. I would love to see this. Anyway, here are five horror musicals or operas or mm. horror films that feature a lot of music performed by the folks in the movie. Okay, performed by the performed people in- by the people in the movie. Ooh. I threw you a couple of softballs on this one, I have to admit. Okay. Is but here it is. going there? Well, uh, 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 there's a, so, so there's a couple things. Here it is. So I'm going to play a little. I'm going to play some of the songs okay. for you. If you don't get it from that, I'm going to give you a hint. Can we okay? just listen to Oingo for the You next, may like uh, that, but that's minutes? but I don't understand why you uh, <laughs> Here is number one. And if you don't get it, honestly, if you don't get this one. We're gonna have we're gonna have a problem. We're gonna have words. Oh no, we're not gonna have words. You gonna reprimand me? I may or may not reprimand you because if you don't get this one, you have failed. All right. Here is number one. What is the movie? Oh, 
I just let it let it play. Let it percolate. Yeah, it sounds familiar. My br- my brain always blanks <laughs> at these things. Yeah, I know it. The things I'll give to you. <sighs> yeah. Hold on. It's a feather. Is it help that I'm singing? I'm trying to help you. No, it doesn't help, but I know what it is, but I just can't wrap my brains around it. Now, I know Here's it. your one hint. Directed by Robin Hardy, this film features the equalizer sent to find a young missing girl on a British island. <sighs> oh, that's, uh, oh, that's old, uh, that's old, uh, what's her face? And she's wearing the, the... Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. All right. What is it? Oh, Uh, okay. It's coming. Nicolas Cage did the uh, remake. Yep. Did the remake of it, and it is the Wicker Man. Why did I know that song? Because it was like, yeah, she's naked and she's rubbing the walls, going, "Hey, Ingrid Pitt." It wasn't Ingrid Pitt. It was no. I can't remember her name, but she was hot as effing shit. Yeah, and she's bitch. rubbing the walls, and she's like, come on over And that guy was there. like, Christ, I got a jack off. That's what he was saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you jack it? Oh, fuck, wouldn't yeah. You lo- wouldn't you love to know that the lady is over there naked rubbing the walls? Well, going, if come I'm, over. If I'm like Edward It's every Woodward, man's dram. If I'm Edward Woodward. Every man's Every what? man's dram. Dramamine. <laughs> no, every man's dream is to... <laughs> have some lady banging on the door next door going but you don't know she's there going oh. oh he knew bro he knew he knew it's because of that song here's number two you ready yeah this is kind of a softball too okay just to just to put that out there i sense there's something in the wind that feels okay that's a nightmare on uh before christmas right Hold on, let's listen. Let's Susie listen. Uh, Banshee. Yeah, let's listen. I like this song. I I have some. Come on, come on. Let's just re- let's just relax and, re- and listen. Is Oingo Boingo gonna come in? I want to hear him. He did this, but no. yeah. He's fantastic. I think it's not to be. Two, three, four. <laughs> the radio. You're two for two. Good job so far. Two. Those were the two. Yeah. Those were the two softballs. Yeah. Okay. Now you're gonna really jam it to me. Uh, here's I, I don't, don't want to jam an it. An Italian to you. goat ass. No. Movie. Wow. I wish there was a goat ass movie that I could do right now. But here's the song. Okay. Number three. Here's the music. And are you beautiful and pale with yellow hair? With My yellow girl, hair. I'd want you beautiful and pale. The I like the song. You were Joanna. Susanna. And if you're beautiful, what's then? Shall 
my little dove, my sweet Joanne. I like that jam, though. I like the song. It's good, Tim. Goodbye, Joanna. You're gone, and yet you're mine. I'm fine, Joanna. Joanna. I got no clue. Here's your hint. I got a, I got a bonus hint for you, too, after this one. Number three, hint. There have been many abductions. <clears throat> What the shit? Sorry, I just said that because <laughs> you like to do that. Okay. Uh, let's see. There have been many adaptations of this Victorian short story from 1846 or 1847, depending on who you ask, about a symbiotic relationship between a barber and a pie maker. The clip you heard is from the 2007 film directed by Tim Burton. I'm going to say Sweeney Todd. Turn up! The radio. You already got won. it. You got three in a row. You, really? That's it. You're one. We're done. Was that a softball? No, I thought. I thought you would get. I thought you would shit on that one for sure. Yeah, Sweeney Todd. Uh, but I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's good. Johnny Depp it's and not uh, great, but it's, Tim Burton's ex-wife now. Yeah, who I would. By the way, I what feel the like deal? she's very Call adventurous. Me. Twitter me. What's her name? Because I feel like she would be so Evelyn uh, Sweetness. She would. She would. She would pull apart parts of me and explore is what i'm saying that yeah, she explored a lot of his parts i'm just saying Tim that's Burton. that's what it would be let's, let's let's go ahead and keep going let's keep going here's number four even though you won you won so i'm a winner you're a winner i get to win you get to win but here is number four the sky Nice ska beat behind that. I like that. When I say it's a spectacle day, as I ride with my girl, she's Look at my you. best friend. Oh, you're like a, a conductor all of a sudden. It's a musical. Set our goals high with eyes full of hope as we aim for the sky is blue and all the leaves are green. My heart's as full. I don't know what it is. Let's hold on. We got AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. I was oh. thinking of a. Uh, what were you thinking? I'm of? gonna say it's uh uh. What, what's that? Fuck you, miracle. That's cool. That is you. that is so close. You can't even see. It. I'm gonna say it's the uh, the Mormon uh, thing that uh, Trey Parker wrong. And, uh, wrong. Oh. That's wrong. But you got the right dude. Here's the hint. Before Cartman, Chef, and the Christmas Poop. This filmmaker wrote and directed a musical about an ill-fated mining expedition about a man oh, whose taste Donner for Party. gold wrong, whose taste for gold was replaced for a taste for something a bit more meaty. That's not about the Donner Party. No, uh, it may or may not be about that, but that's not what the movie's called. It's called uh, Ice School. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what it's, it's called. It's Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal the Musical. Yep, that's that's what it is. Okay, so here here's our I do Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Here's number five. I was not myself last night. Couldn't set things right with apologies. Of oh, that's terrible. Obviously, Richard Marks. 
<laughs> I like that. Did you just say Richard Marx was terrible? Boo. No, I said boo to Obviously, you. it's Richard Marx. Boo to you. Duh, if you've ever heard his songs, you know. Hold on to the night, greatest song ever. Swore I'd sell my soul for one love. Would stand by me. Give me back the gift of laughter. I like the way you're swinging your arms like you know what. I'm enjoying this. Swinging your arms means. In an orchestral I used to conduct music Bullshit In in Colorado If you know what that means The orchestra Would dream a bunch of friends Oh yeah I like that arm swing you did there That meant something Yeah I don't know what that is We're almost done We're almost done The dream that never ends Eddie Christ William Defoe's penis bouncing into. No, no, they had to. They had to have a stunt penis in that because William Defoe's penis was too big for that. Really? Yes. That's not true. True. No, that is absolutely. Is true. that IMDb true? Like, go ahead and Google that shit. William Defoe's she penis. She refused was, his giant wong. All I'm saying is, is that's a giant penis on that on that sinewy, ugly mother effer. But okay, so here's your one hint on this. Written and directed by Brian De Palma. Do you remember a movie okay. we just did by him? I can't remember the name, but it was that one. Where that, I don't remember yesterday most of the no, time. Most, remember that, that one dude was like, oh, the fire. The, like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah I can't you can't remember, remember either, so remember. good for you. This is a Faustian tale where a composer sells his soul for the woman that he loves so that she will perform music. However, mm. enter an evil record tycoon that betrays him and everything goes to hell. Mm. That's interesting. No, I don't know. Phantom of the Paradise. So, okay, we're good. You already won. I don't know that movie. That's okay. I I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's it's good as shit. It's a good movie. You got to check it out. I did do a bonus one because I I have to admit, I didn't think you'd get number three. And you did get number three. Sweeney Todd. You You did did get I didn't think you'd get that. You were like, man, this guy is not. And uh, I wanted you to redeem yourself, so I gave you a bonus, okay? All right. Here's a bonus. Sinead O'Connor. Oh. It's a demon. A dancing demon. Now something isn't right here. I've got a theory. Some kid is dreaming. And we're all stuck inside his wacky running nightmare. Jesus. I'm glad I got that Sweeney Todd. It's getting eerie. What's this cheery singing all about? I could be witches, some evil witches, which is ridiculous. Oh, it's terrible. No, I don't know Amazing. what this is. No, we're going to let this go. Here. I got a theory. It could be bunnies. I got a bunnies. I just kill like everybody's poses. They got those puppy legs and twitching little noses. And what's the What do they need such good eyes on for anyone? It must be funny. Oh, it's terrible. Or maybe midgets. Hey, little people, assholes, you bastards. We're, we're going to run this till it ends. I'm, I'm just going to let this run. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's terrible. It's great. It is the same thing. Is this the the shitty thing that we listen to? No, but this is what I love. 
I'm coming to see you right now. If we're together. Tie in my news. I'm coming. This is so great. <laughs> that's, that's raw right there. So bad. So fake and, and like generic and phony. Except for bunny. Come on. This is like one step up from Kids Bob. How dare you, sir? It is. It's how, like it's it's one step up how, from Kids Bob. Here's your hint. All right. You're gonna give me hints much, on this? Much like Scooby Doo, this TV show recounts the exploits of one who was chosen by fate, along with her buddies, to battle the forces of evil at her high school. Oh, you're talking about Buffy the yes, Vampire Slayer. Yes, but I'm not that's get, fucking I'm, terrible. That was one episode that was amazingly awesome. Oh. It had a lesbian love song for hell's sake. Come on. It's just so bad so that good. it's like ugh. So good. I could you know what? Just so you know, it was it was Don't episode, your ears ever hear something where you're like, Oh my god, I This need episode to... was called One More Time with Feeling. Or what was it? Once more with feeling. One more time with I can't remember. But I know every word to every song on this whole episode. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Don't judge me. No, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it's just like, that's just so bad that it's like, how do you... So bad it's good. How do you listen... No, it's not even so bad it's good. No, it's amazing. Oh, you're right. It's It's not so bad. It's amazing that it's amazing. (laughs) Disgustoid. Wait, what did you just say? Disgustoid. Oh, what are you, from the 80s? Is that... Because I feel like... Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? She was from the 90s. How dare you? Oh. Duh. Well, pardon me. <laughs> All right. All right. You win. You win. Okay? You win with even without that bonus. You win. Okay? Yeah, well, that's what I do. <laughs> I win things. I win little gifts at the fair, and I win trivia challenges. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing that's we can't I take do. except for bunnies. You know what we got right now, don't you? God, I don't know. We got a trailer for a movie from the Full Moon catalog. Only produced. Is this on the uh, the uh, the streaming? Like if you got uh, if you yeah, got on the um, maybe if the you got on the Full Moon streaming. I don't know because, like I said, I got the. Uh, it's seventy nine. It's seventy nine. I don't know if it is or not. But here we go. Why don't you listen to a trailer from Tourist Trap? There you go. Every year, hundreds of young people travel the country and disappear. God help those who get caught in the tourist trap. (laughs) Tourist trap, where beautiful young people looking for excitement are tricked, terrorized, see 
feel. Heart-stopping suspense that makes this the nightmare that never ends. Crazy's going on at the tourist trap. All right, everybody, you just heard a trailer for Tourist Trap from 1979. IMDb gives this a 6.2. It was written and directed by a guy named David Sh- Schmeller? Schmoller. I thought it was Sham. Sh- show Schmoller. I think it was Schmoller. Schmoller. Oh, he's a great director. Let's just go with Schmoller. Schmoller? He has oh. 20 directing credits, including Puppet Master. Oh. Which is. Epic. You don't know his last name? No, and he was no, no. Puppet I know. Master. I know his last name. I can't pronounce his last name. That's a big difference. Just like I can't pronounce Sean Gambarini's doing the Hotep with the with the thing. No, Sean Gambarini, he uh, he's doing that. He's holding. doing the he's doing the puppet master. You don't know the director's no, name. No, the difference is, is oh. I can pronounce Sean Gambarini. I can't. This is a hard one. S C H M O E L L E R Schmeller. Schmeller. Yeah, let's go with. I don't know. Whatever. Let's move on. Fuck him. 20 directing credits, Puppet Master. He did a movie called Crawl Space. Okay, get this, okay? Crawl Space with Klaus Kinski. Oh! Here is a little bit of a a, a, kind of a a short IMDb synopsis of this. You're going to love it. You're going to wish you were Klaus Kinski. A man who runs an apartment house for hot women Uh is the demented son of a Nazi surgeon who has the house equipped with secret passageways, hidden rooms, and torture and murder devices that remake he can, that he can totally like he moves around on like a little skateboard or whatever and spies on hot chicks like when they're getting dressed and like shit. The Revenge of the Nerds. We got Bush. We Kinda got like Bush. By the way, that was my first Bush I ever saw on that show. We got Bush. Betty Childs. I don't know who it was, but I'm saying his booger said we got Bush. Lambda, lambda, you're the best. And we're here to say <laughs> that's beautiful. Right oh, there. that was the first bush I ever saw in my life. Oh yeah, right yeah. there. And it was and it was ex, ex, exclamation <laughs> by Booger yelling, "We got Bush." And I'm We've like, got Bush. Apparently, if he yells that, that's a big fucking deal. Lewis was all into it too. He's like, "Yeah, give me a beer. I'm gonna dump it in my cereal and just eat and go." Have you guys been up? And then uh, what's his name? The gay guy comes down and goes, have you guys been up all night? He's like, yes. (laughs) Worms, aren't you tired? No. No, we saw Bush. Um, But uh, I will say the probably the greatest thing that David Schmeller Schmeller ever did. 1992, he directed one episode called The Eye of the Storm for a TV show called Eye of the Storm. Renegade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's terrible. Oh, it's so great. The Renegade was the that greatest guy is show so ever. So terrible. Lorenzo Lamas, are you oh, shitting me? He's terrible. Me and my dad, man. That's our connection. That and sports, right there. Uh, he also has twenty-four writing credits, uh, many of which were the Puppet Master films, where he just got credit for writing the characters and stuff like that. He also did uh, 
Puppet Master and Crawl Space. So <laughs> there's, yeah, not a lot of other stuff. But whatever. He he put his imprint on our culture. Sure. Can we say that? It was also written by a guy named J. Larry Carroll, who did, who had 38 writing credits on IMDb episode of the Monsters Today. Not the regular Monsters, the 80s reboot. There was the Monsters. Less than one season. Terrible. Terrible. Less terrible. than one season. I don't know if it was less. A pilot episode. But it wasn't more than two. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was terrible. It was. A, he also did G.I. Joe, the cartoon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the cartoon. That's all, where he made his money. All new Dennis the Menace cartoon. And my favorite, he no. man. He wrote Orko's Return. Which Orko? Is, or, do you not know who Orko is? is? That li- oh, wait. When he that little fat guy? No. He was the guy that floated around. You didn't see his face. He was like the, the magician. The oh, that's the magic. right. That's yeah. right. Oh, he said, I don't think Shane knows what he's talking about. He is the magic. <laughs> I, I don't know. But Orko. Oh, All right. Tourist Trap starred Chuck Connors as Mr. Slauzen, Jocelyn Jones as Molly, John Van Ness as Jerry, Robin Sherwood as Eileen, Tanya mm. Roberts as Becky. Tanya. Tanya. How can you not watch Tanya the Tanya whole time? Tanya Roberts. Tanya. How do you watch a movie with that you, in frame? I'm just saying time? it's like. And pay attention to what's going on. No, all of a sudden the story meant nothing because her halter top or whatever that was called. It's called the tube top. Tube top was like, oh my God. Fall. Fall down. Fall, fall down. down. I need to see those. Fall. Fall. It never fell. She's very beautiful. Oh my gosh. She is so hot. She is hotter than. Oh my gosh. She's hotter than hot. Oh, it also starred Don Jeffrey Nielsen as Tina. And Keith McDermott is Woody. <laughs> I got a lot of notes about the story of this. Woody had like a really small role. Yeah, he was he was dead in the first scene, but yeah. he was in there, so I mentioned him. Yeah. He had a great scene though. I mean, well, you, bless you well, for I'm about, doing that. I'm about to uh, okay, hold on. Let me let me go ahead and take a chug. All right. Oh my god. When he says take a chug, yeah. he means it. Uh, Die, Dr. Pepper. Maybe or maybe not. Let's talk about the plot, shall yeah. we? All right. Let's movie get opens this. up with this seemingly happy-go-lucky tune over the credits. We already talked about that. That that nice, it may may as well have been a Disney cartoon, right? You know, we got it turns, it, but, but the problem is, is it quickly turns into a creepy piano. There's a group of teens out on an adventure. By the way, I like the way teens looked in 79. They still kind of seem older than me. How about that uh, SUV that doesn't have any windows or anything? Well, that's like, that's like a Land Rover or some shit. Yeah, that, Land that's Rover. A, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's like a I'd bone love machine. To just drive around in one of those and go, God. You might as well just put great? a sticker saying bone machine right there. I drove a. I drove. You know a, what's good about that too what? is they're on some back road or sure. some freeway where there's no cops. It's no. Like, man. You know, just let the wind flow through your I hair. I used to drive a 1988 Pontiac Bonneville, which we called the Boneville. But I really feel like there's more boning going on in that Land Rover with the top rolled down so my hair can flow. Like when the windshield is down, too. It's oh, like, no, yeah. we put that down. We don't even need the windshield. Are you shitting me? They don't is need that, that. My first thought was, why in the fuck would you have that if it's like wide open sure. and there's bugs flying all over? You could put that down in or have it up, world, but you're still no going to get smacked in the face. 
in a perfect world, which this movie bugs will in, bug. There's no bugs in a perfect world. Yeah, that's with true. With Tanya Roberts in a tube top. Holy <laughs> crap! Okay, sorry. Sorry. Let's move on. There's a group of teens at an adventure. The teens. By the way, did I mention I like the way the teens looked in '79? I mean, because their styles. I'm like, oh, they're still Ew. they're still right there in my wheelhouse. Because I feel like maybe they're older than me. '79. Even though they were half my age right now, Tanya Roberts is probably 20 in this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She looked good. But, but all I'm saying is, wow. Yeah. Wow. She, right. Can we can we move on from that? Sure. Anyway, there's a couple of there, there. There's this group of teens, and they're like, you know, we're going out. We're going to go a party. We're going to have some shit. We're going to have some sex. We're going to have sure. some parties, people. We're going to go out there. Uh, they're driving out. They're they're going on all these back roads. They're like, oh, there's a. We got to see this tourist trap. You know what? Well, 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 because basically what happened is one of the cars died. Right. One of the cars. The the wheel. You know, it, it uh, well, he fly. has a mechanical uh, malfunction. He's like, I don't know what's happening to this engine. And the only problem is, is you take that mechanical malfunction, you take it to a place called Schlossen's. What was it? Schlossen's. Schlossen's, Schlossen's, Schlossen's Mannequin Museum? Museum or something like that. They show up there. And in the first scene, that's Woody. He's never to be seen from again. Yeah. Because there, there's a little bit of foreshadowing in there where the where he's walking and hey, knock, knock, knock. Could somebody help me here? Oh no, there's nobody here. Oh wait, I hear some laughing in the back in the back room. Yeah. Let's walk in the back room. Almost orgasmic too. Are it's you, like, oh. are you telling me that right now I walked in the back room because there's a mannequin and she's the one that's laughing. He doesn't realize it's a mannequin. Well, not at first, but when he does, it's all of a sudden, holy shit. And then all of a sudden, there's some magical forces that are, that are starting to shoot shit at him from a, what do you call that? Like a, the mannequin sits up in the bed and another (laughs) mannequin shoots out of the closet and he's like, what the hell's going on? Sure. And then all of a sudden he's dead because there's a pole, um, um, uh, like a lead pipe that you would see in Clue the board game. It's going right through his guts. Yeah. There's some shit right there. Oh, so the of course he was one of the cars. The the, the other car with the with the law with the law student. He's like, oh, I'm a law student. We're we're way more prepared for what life will give us. Yeah, he was in the SUV. He's like, man, let's drive. Let's find Woody. Let's go to this place. But the problem is, they go to Slauson's, uh Mannequin Museum. Yeah. And there's some shit going on. There's some shady shit, right? You you know, well, well let me. Well, he has a malfunction of his car. Well, he does, because it doesn't work. But you know what the greatest thing about that malfunction was? Was the fact those ladies were like, oh, let's go. And by the way, there's an oasis right here. And she <laughs> says, hey, what did you find, paradise? Yeah. And she goes, yeah, I think I did. And, and they all like, giggled off. And, and they're like, down. oh, we can go swimming in this while so-and-so's fixing up the car. But she's like, but, but I didn't. The, leave the dude to, sure. to do all the working. And the well, ladies go, that's oh, what we're just going to get naked. Well, because they're like, swimming. I didn't bring my swimsuit. Where we're going, Marty, we don't need swimsuits. Right. They get in there buck naked. Okay, can I say one thing real quick? All right, sure. This movie is rated PG. I know. PG. I did not know that before we watched this. Because it's cre- we'll talk about the creepy shit later. But it's rated PG. And you know what's funny? In this scene, David Schmeller, Schmeller, the guy who directed it. 
All right. He was like, oh, I, I didn't have the guts to say, hey, there's some nudity in this right now. And he's like, but. As a director. He, he's like. He but, decided, oh, I don't have the guts. Well, well, here's the thing. What he, would Martin Scorsese say? say? You're not a real director. That's what he would say right there. But he's like, oh, I don't got have this. the guts. And so when this scene shows up and they're all buck naked in that in that uh, little paradise uh, oasis, would you say? When they're all in there, he's like, oh, by the way, you guys mind showing your tits? And of course, they're like, this is the first we've heard about showing our tits. We're not doing it. First thing I do in my movie is say, this has a lot of sex. And you need no, to show I don't your even need sex. penises, I just balls, need... <laughs> and titties and vagina. I'm just I need saying, it all in all this I'm movie. All I'm saying is there were three hot chicks, buck naked, swimming around in this oasis, and we did not see one Not nipple. a tit. Not, not a one. tit, not a good time. Which really bothered me. Which, yeah. which bothered me to the core. Especially when it's Tanya Roberts, where it's like, I've seen those titties. She's been, she's flashed those in millions of other movies. Google it. Yeah. Tanya Roberts nude. Google that. Of course, do it in incognito mode. So Beastmaster. Beautiful. I was like, who is this angel? She didn't get naked in that though. Oh yeah, she She did. did. She was in the river. She was in the river washing herself. I've only seen it on TNT, though. And the Beastmaster came over. and By the way, the Beastmaster was only wearing a freaking, like, like barely covered his balls and stuff with those ferrets in his pocket. I'm going to call you Rue. Ah, shut the... (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Just show me them titties. It really bothered me that there was no titties in this. But, okay, David Schmeller, get some balls. Tell the ladies they got to show some boobs. Is that sexist? I'm sorry. Is it? It's fine. Is it? That's terrible. I feel pretty terrible about that. But anyways, they're out there. They're doing this thing. And all of a sudden, a big a, a guy shows up. He's like, man, hey, I know. Listen, I'm going to pretend that I don't Kind see. of a cowboy guy. He's a cowboy dude. He's like, man, I, I'm just going to go ahead and sit here and say, you lady shouldn't be here. I understand in my brains that you're naked and I want to see them. But I'm just going to say, just so you know. Back in the day, people used to pay 75 cents to swim naked in this paradise. That's like old-timey shit. Well, 75 cents. 75 cents back then is now $250. Right. But I would pay $250 to see Tanya Roberts buck naked. Who wouldn't? From 1979. <laughs> is that filthy? Dude, you're speaking my language. I feel here. like we're on the, uh, the the album that we did. We're not on the same page with this movie. Yeah. And Tanya Roberts. Two hundred and fifty like, bucks. I feel like right now, two hundred and fifty bucks. We are on the same page. But they're like, you know what? Holy shit! Okay, we'll get out. We're sorry, sir. You're a cowboy guy. We're sorry that we totally are buck naked in your paradise oasis. Three ladies naked. <sighs> Just like, oh, sorry, sir. He's like, get out of there, whatever, let's go. But the problem, Watch out for those water moccasins. The, is water moccasins a real snake? It's a real snake. Is it? That would get me right out of By there By the right way, away. the water moccasins. Dingle dangle and everything. All as I'm saying as the is when says, I was a kid in Farmington, in Steep Creek, where we used to hang out, people were always like, check out for water moccasins. There was no water moccasins. I even wonder I if that's, that's a real a, snake. It's a real snake, but. Oh, Water I moccasins? Just go, I'm like a, moccasins I'm like, are like oh. Indian feet protectors. Right? Well, those are called... Uh, moccasins. 
Oh, yeah, moccasins. Not <laughs> water moccasins. No, because water moccasins is apparently... Well, so you're going to have snakes that are going to come make your feet comfortable? Is that is that what we're talking about? I don't even know if that's a real snake. Maybe that is. Maybe it is. We don't understand it. No, we don't because we haven't been there. We have not. How dare we assume to understand a thing that we've never experienced? If some hillbilly is sitting on the side of the hill with a giant smile and a, and a face, giant shotgun and, and a giant shotgun sure. and he says, Hey, watch out for the water moccasins because when the sun goes down, they like to get in there and uh, and also nestle just in so their you know, nestlers. if you feel anything around your legs, I'm out. Those are some water moccasins that want to get an early start. Giant penis and everything. I'm out Whoa. of there. Well, really, I'm out. I feel like if I it's had a giant dangling, penis, it's I'm smacking t- everywhere. It's smack. It's like here's a water. <laughs> he's like, Ooh, I don't know that's what that a has water moccasin. <laughs> There's a water moccasin that's. Do you want to see number one water moccasin right there? That's what you're doing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> that's some filthy shit right there. But anyway, so you know, we got the car, we got the Range Rover. He's got some, he's got some, uh, oh, it's got some shit going on. It can't start, whatever. But this guy is so super nice. He's gonna be like, hey, why don't we go ahead and fix this thing, ladies? Get out of there. Let's go ahead and take you back to my to my to my abode. Yeah. Okay. Let's hang out there. And you can be safe there while me and you, me and this dude, me and the man, this is man's business. Yeah. We can take care of our car, whatever. You know, and he does a good job. And this is my favorite thing about this guy. He does a good job of talking in a way that could be seen as totally creepy and intimidating or totally friendly. It's like, yeah. it depends on where your brain's at, right? Yeah. But he did a good job there. And by the way, I have a note here in red that says BTW. Tanya Roberts? Yeah. Oh, Tanya Roberts. Tanya. Rock tit oh. through the tube top the entire movie. Oh. Am I filthy for beautiful that? Wo- beautiful woman. <laughs> tube top. I mean, you got to be. Not you, you, to ha- notice you, that? you have to be at least 35, 40 years old. To know what a tube top is sure. and enjoy sure. a tube top, sure. but nothing was sexier than a tube oh. top on Tanya Roberts. Nothing. Well, I'm just saying any tube top on a beautiful woman or Tanya that had Roberts some rock tighter <laughs> Titans. So basically, what happens is this guy takes him back to his abode. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to take you to my house because in the back I got a great Victorian beautiful house. You got to stay here in the museum. The tourist trap. People used to come and see my mannequins. You know, we we, we put them there, and there's some shit going on. We got a guy who shoots a gun. We got a lady who looks like my my wife who passed away. Yeah. And it's very realistic, and it's very effing creepy. They touch her, and they go, that feels fleshy. It's like like real flesh. How does that feel like flesh? It's not wax at all. But there's some stuff going on anyway. I'm going to I'm going to bust through this. I'm just going to kind of go because, You're going to break the cherry well, on all it. All I'm saying is the plot isn't very thick after this point. Basically what happens is we know there's something going on with this cowboy guy. We know right. there's a screw loose. He he opens up about his wife. He opens up about his brother who used to sit there and put the put the uh good old mannequins together and make him look but Hollywood took him away because they got he's got to make mannequins there. But then right. again he says, "You know what? Don't go to the house. Don't go out there." Because Davey's out there. Well, who's Davey? We don't know. And you go down to the house, and there's some other, 
you know, we got we got one girl saying, oh, I'm not going to sit here while these guys fix the car. I'm going to go down. I'm going to explore. We're going to go down to the house. We're going to see what's going on. Maybe there's a phone there. She's a wild heart. Him. She's like, man, sure. You, know, you guys sit here in the mannequin museum, but I'm going to go out and test the waters and I'm going to find out what's across the street. And the irony there. is that is she all she finds is more mannequins down there. Yeah. But she also finds Davy. Dump, dump, dumb. Yeah. Okay. That's what's going on. Trouble. And and basically, at that point, it kind of turns into, not necessarily a slasher movie, but kind of, we're picked off one by one. There's some there's some very evil shit going on. You know what? And we got some, and I got to be honest with you right now, the story isn't that deep. Can I just say that right now? However, well, the, atmosphere, the atmosphere in this movie is thick, as Jethro Tull would put it, as thick as a brick. No. There's some I shit. thought you were going to say as thick as a foreskin. An, why would Jethro Tull ever say that? That's not in a song. No, it's Jethro th- Tull, thick, thick as, as a, brick. a foreskin. No, it's thick as a brick. It's probably a different version of the same song. But what I'm saying is we got we got scenes where the, all of a sudden some of the most creepy scenes that I've ever seen. In fact, since this was rated PG, I saw this movie at a way too young age. Like on TV or whatever. And there was some creepy stuff, but as I'm watching it this time, there and I, I don't know. I mean, how much do we want to give? There were some mannequins that that, that would like that. There was some supernatural stuff going on. They were killing the kids one by one. But I'll be honest with you, the thing about this movie is, is those mannequins, the way they looked, the way they acted, the way that the cowboy guy would kind of take a person, craft them into a mannequin, and yeah. how creepy that was. You, there was one moment where I was like, oh, when he came out of the first girl was in there going, hey, what the hell's going on sure. here? And he come popping out of that, uh, you know, out of that doorway. And I went, oh, well, that's sure. that's creepy as shit. Sure. So I I really felt a creep like, Ooh, you know, and there were scenes creepy. in this that really reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, for instance, like the like there that's, was there was a man. First thing I thought about yeah. was like. 79 okay so sure yeah there's a little bit of that but it was a little bit different you know i mean you remember when leatherface came out with the not the not his main mask but the lady mask where oh, he yeah. put makeup that on was himself. awesome it's like oh my gosh this the is homemaker some, yeah this is some like weird that. shit and this really had that vibe this movie doesn't have a deep dark like mythos it doesn't have like a deep message but in my opinion it has some of the thickest atmosphere that any movie has ever come out with. And some of this most scariest, and it's, it's scary because it's weird as fudge. And, and not only was the visuals weird, but a lot of the, like the soundtrack, a lot of the, of the, of the sound design, like those mannequins would come out, they'd open their mouths and you'd hear some, you know, some screaming coming yeah. out. Uh, like, wow. Uh, so did yeah. you like the movie or not? I give it a red. Oh, did you really? Okay. I, I do because you know, it's, you know, on my barometer, I sure. say there's no gore. There's no, no there's none. boobage. Of course There's not. no... It's PG, for hell's sake. Like, I didn't know that. It's it's okay I feel movie. like this movie was dripping with atmosphere. It was, you know, you had the final girl thing, so there was kind of a slasher setup. But I'll be honest with you, the tourist trap, I, you go into that into the into the museum and there's some captain spaulding type stuff there's some weird shit in there and it just gets weirder from that there's a lot of visuals in there with the mannequin and stuff like that and maybe it's like 
Maybe that's just me, but all I'm saying is you go through the house, you go through the museum. There was a lot of stuff there. The visuals, straight up visuals, were creepy as shit to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I said, I saw this when maybe I was a little bit too young, but there was a lot of scene that stands out. Every time the mannequins would open their mouth, there the sound would come out like a natural sounds. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Tanya Roberts, boom. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, but was I, and I'm kind of with you on that. Was the story so deep and dark? Maybe not. But but the look and feel of this movie raises it so much. I like the house. I like the I like the idea of what he was going for. Sure, be a good remake, I guess. But maybe overall, it's just I don't know. How would you remake this? It's it's a good rent. Oh really? Because I because I'm I mean just like with the album we did, this is one that really hit me because. All I'm saying is mannequins apparently creep me the fudge out. Oh yeah, and I'm just mannequins are creepy. Even there was the movie mannequin (laughs) was creepy. It's like what you wouldn't boner. Oh, absolutely. Of course you would. Of course you would. You filthy pig. uh, Even if she was like on the back of that guy's motorcycle, what's that? What's that? I'm boning everything. You're on the back of my motorcycle. Be prepared to get boned because the boning will happen. Here's the thing. You only sit in that seat behind me to get on my boned? hot rod for boning time. <laughs> uh, that is filthy and amazing at the same time. But let me say let me say a couple of things. Do you mind if I just kind of explain my feelings about Go this? Go ahead and vent it out. First of all, this is a full moon feature produced by Charles Band, edited by Ted Nicolau. You'll re- you'll remember that name from the guy who directed many of the subspecies films, among a lot of other you know. Found her too. Uh, well, for sure. Well, absolutely. Full Moon Blu-ray has a great documentary with David Schmeller. Tells about the upbringing of the film, the making of the movie, but don't watch it before you've seen the movie because there's a ton of spoilers. Whatever. Uh but I have to say, I really like this movie. The, the story was fine. The characters were fine. Okay. But what made it amazing to me is the set design, the direction, and the look of the movie. Okay. But like I said, it didn't, it didn't hurt that I saw this movie when I was way too young. And maybe there's some nostalgia coming out. But some yeah. of those visuals, like I would see that and it's just, it is frightening. You know, right there in... I think that's what this movie's all about. It's not about the story. It's not about that. It's about, here's this psychotic dude. Here's this supernatural. By the way, the supernaturality of this movie was never explained. We don't, but yeah. there, but it was definitely there. And I got to say, though, you don't know what the hell's going on. No. Through, they don't explain with, with, anything. With, with the dude and with the what's going on. Sure. For so long in the movie, you're like, ah, it's that's cool. Sure. I like that because you don't, you're like, oh, it's a hillbilly guy. But you it's never a, know hillbilly. where yeah, that I power, that yeah. supernatural power comes from. They don't even pretend to breach that. They don't try to explain that. But all I'm saying is there's some cowboy guy and maybe a brother who's killing people. But there's a supernatural. I watched it with my kid. He said, oh, he's rocking a Bieber. He's got Bieber fever with his hair when he sat down on the on the lake there. He's like, oh, he's got Bieber fever. And he, had a, he had a cowboy hat on, though. Does Bieber wear a cowboy hat? No, but it was like he saw the haircut or something. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's weird. I don't Bieber even know what fever. that means. I mean, 1979, he's 2015. He's like, he's looking at the haircut Life, going, oh, he's the got The wheel fever. in the sky keeps on turning. Things keep coming around. Wow. I just blew your mind. 
with some journey that shit. That deserves right some snaps if I could snap. Well, that's great. All I'm saying is I you're giving it a rent. I'm giving it a super buy. I, well, and it doesn't hurt that maybe I'm trying to defend my choice to get this as a Blu-ray, as a free Blu-ray from uh, from uh, Full Moon. I love this movie. This has been one that I've seen over and over throughout the years. This has always been one. I, I've actually showed my children this. Well, one of my children this. And it scared the holy Did crap. Did he say, hey, no, that she. guy's got, did she say, hey, that's got some beaver fever. She did not, but I will say one thing. She definitely didn't notice how turned on I was by uh, Tanya Roberts. I kept that all in my brains. I was like, don't let her understand that I'm totally hot for Tanya Roberts. Beastmaster, she would have been down in that lake. She would have gave us her breasts. Wow, and she she gave her breasts. with her eyes. This is, this, to me, this movie has one of the greatest. in the lake. I got to see it again. I haven't she seen that on, not on TNT. let us so. have her breasts. She and we did? enjoyed them. Oh, yeah. I need to watch it we not on TNT them. because I'll tell you what, right now, I feel like I need to see that really bad. Like, really bad. Oh, yeah. Is that bad? Beastmaster. Am I a sexist pig? It has Rip Torn in it. Oh, of course, but you don't see his tits. Why not? Oh, yeah, we should see him. Uh, no, I don't. I don't care. I just want to see Tanya Roberts. Is that, is yeah, that bad? She's right down in the lake washing herself. All I'm Beast saying Master is, it, is sitting there in his loincloth. He's like, oh, God. You. By the way, I looked hard. He never got a boner in those. No. I'm just, it's like, it's, it's like he was asexual. He's busy fighting evil. Well, he's busy worrying about his ferrets that are in his pockets for hell's yeah. sake. For shit. He's got that little satchel with the two ferrets That's in it. That's what I'm saying, man. How does that not stink? Have you ever smelt a ferret? Yes, I have, and they're terrible. But when you're running around in the in the air, things go. How do you pick up a lady with two ferrets in your pocket? He got Tanya Roberts. How dare you say that he can't pick up a lady? Here's what I'll say about this movie. I give this a buy because not because of the story, not because of the same old slasher setup. This 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 wasn't necessarily a slasher. But it had the hey, we're picking one person off at a time. But those mannequins were creepy as shit, and I feel like those deserve a buy. Just to watch those things and the creepy shit that they did. This movie, when I was a kid, creeped me the shit out. When I'm watching this now, I'm thinking, that was cool. I like this movie quite a bit. I give it a buy. Yeah. That's I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know yep. what to tell you other than that. Wow, I just totally uh Okay, I got my notes back up. Is there any nugs? Uh, let's see. Let me just finish this up. Rated PG, no nudity, though Tanya Roberts' tube top was very revealing. No gore. Some blood, but it was creepy as shit. Um, I already talked about why Schmoller needs some balls, and that's really all I got. Wow. I would say watch the movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. You're giving it a rental. Yeah, give that's it okay. a rent. That's okay. We're Head different. down to your Bennett's video. And uh, pick it up for two ninety nine. For how Go many home? days? Three days. Three days. Three day One dollar a day. But how much is the late fee? Late fee is like five bucks. Yeah, of course it is. So make sure to return it on time because you don't want to play that. Five they would bucks. love to get you for because that. that's what it was all about. I probably paid more in late fees in my day than I did in actual rentals. Yeah. Okay. And they would. In Blockbuster. Pick up uh, uh, Beastmaster, too, while you're down there. Well, I've, apparently I have to because there's some boobs in there. Oh, yeah. I only saw it on TNT. I feel like I explained that already. She was in the lake. 
She's washing herself. She's scrubbing down. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. making sure she's clean. Oh, right for Michael. I mean, what? Wow. And she's scrubbing and just, you know, very concerned. Did you think about that though? Did you think that the look things. of this movie was great? Did you think that those yeah, it was mannequins? Right. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was all right, but it's 79. You have to take that into consideration, you know? Well, I still thought it was great to this day. Yeah. Anyway, we differ. We differ on the music. We differ on the movie on this yeah. episode. We Shane, really had a, me a, and you a are pig in the, in the fights tonight, didn't no, we? No, no fights. We, we had do. two pigs fighting. We can respect each other's differences because we are human beings, and we understand that not everybody has had the same experiences and aren't the same people as ourselves. <sighs> yeah. You're right about that. Heal the world, make, make it, it a better place. place. I feel like that's that's for you and for me and, and the entire human race. I feel like that this episode was me and you coming. Where does together. Bono come in? Uh, he comes in f- if you pay him a hundred thousand dollars. You gotta pay him a hundred grand. Michael Jackson would do that for free. Bono, hundred grand at least. That piece. Michael of shit. J is cheaper. Well, Michael J does it because he feels that way in his heart. Michael J's like, just give me some of that juju milk. Well, listen. I do anything for the juju milk. All I'm saying is, as long as it's not American dollars, I'm willing to give him some juju milk because that's cheap to me because I got juju milk to spare. All right. Anyway, that's all we got for this episode, right? Oh, I'm done. We got you done? I'm tired. Oh, you feel like you, I feel like you have some more energy. We could go on, but I'm we're not going tired. to. We're not going to. Why don't we do this? Why don't we recap the question of the episode? Has there ever been a horror movie that you've either loved or hated until the end? And the ending has changed your complete opinion about the movie. I like to say this is from the human dartboard. Questions from the human dartboard. In and out. The D-Man. I call him the D-Man. The D-Man. This is the bone phone, not my personal phone number. Okay. 385-351-9273. That's 385-351-9273. Shane, I feel like we're done with this one. Yeah. I feel like we said all there is to say. Oh. Drop the mic. Let's go. Enjoy it. We'll catch you guys later. Take it easy.